let's get into some Featherfall housekeeping stuff, and then I'm going to hand it over to PG. He's going to introduce what game we are playing tonight, because that is what is the special moment for this Monday. Uh, anyway, we are Featherfall Tabletop. You can catch us here on many nights, and we'll talk about those tomorrow night. You can catch uh, The Gods We Know with Jen. Jen is uh, this way on the Twitch channel. Uh, they are playing in The Gods We Know with a bunch of other people that you've seen before, I'm sure. They are um, three three Tuesdays a month is The Gods We Know, which is D&D Homebrew. And one Tuesday a month is Impulse Drive. Is that, yep, yep. that right? That, that's it? And yeah, that that's, all... the, that's the system. The game is, the Good. campaign is going to be called Remembrance. Ooh, I like it. Yes. Called Remembrance. Uh, so that's on Tuesdays, um, 6.30 Pacific time. You can catch six o'clock. Six o'clock, excuse me, Pacific time. You can catch our Dead and Thay playthrough from the Yawning Portal every Wednesday at six thirty Pacific time. I am in that. Uh, we are we are slowly chipping away at the Doom Vault, uh, trying not to die. Every other Sunday, you can catch our Curse of Strahd playthrough. I am the DM of that game, and we are having a a really fun time. We finally got out of the Death House. We are into Barovia, so who knows what's going to happen. Mondays. Every other Monday is a one-shot much like this one. The next one will be on the 23rd of this month, which is Crypts of Azurme, which is part of the Arcane Library. Um, that is DM'd by me, and uh, yeah, excited for that to happen. We have other one-shots always being posted in our Discord, uh, so if you want to be in something like this on a Monday night and share a, a table with uh, people in the community, Check out our Discord down below and uh, tell us you want to be in, and we'll we'll find a game for you. Uh, they 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 come fast and they they fill up fast. I mean, it's 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 sometimes it's tough to get into one, so uh, you got to be at the ready. Uh, but let us yeah. know, and we'll get you we'll get you in one. So housekeeping. Oh, we're spo we have sponsors. Sorry, I was just talking about all the cool things that we're doing, but we also have sponsors. We're sponsored by Found Familiar Coffee. Uh, doing great stuff in the, the tabletop RPG community. They are commissioning artists all the time for their um, their artwork on their bags of coffee. Um, and they also have really good coffee. So check them out and use code FEATHERFALL at checkout for 10% off. We also have Skull Splitter Dice, uh, FEATHERFALL at checkout for 10% off. They currently have a Kickstarter going. You just missed the early bird specials, but they have unlocked all their stretch goals. So when that thing... Uh, when that thing cashes out, you have tons of options for brand new sparkly dice. So you can check them out sparkly. down below. All those links are down below. Um, I think that's it. I, any before I hand it to PG, anybody want to self promote? Uh, self promote themselves. You can come say hi to me on Twitter. I like Twitter people. I'm Quixote Jen on Twitter. Q U I X O T E J E N one N not two. Come say hi to me on Twitter. Yay. Uh, I guess I'll promote as well. Yeah. Um, you can catch me on Twitch every so often. Not as often as I like because I'm still <laughs> studying, but um, I'm Draconix on Twitch, D-R-A-K-O-N-I-Q-U-E-S. And the same on Twitter as well, so you can hit me up there whenever. Um, I'm just looking forward to this. I'm a recent addict to TTRPG, so I'm yeah. excited. Uh, Sammy? Uh, I'm new to the online gaming uh, community here. I mainly just DM at home for uh, a few of our game. Uh, um, currently, we're doing Dungeon of Man Mage. Um, nice. Otherwise, online, if you are in the uh, 
FFTT uh, Discord. You can catch me there at uh, Playful Band. Awesome. Thanks, Amy. And I think, I mean, you, I'm Two Socks 05, Two Socks in our Discord. Um, yeah, I'm here on Featherfall Tabletop as much as possible. Uh, all right, PG, I think we're going to hand it over to you and you're going to take us on a ride here. Thank you so much. And first of all, I just want to say thank you so much for this opportunity uh, to be here with you fine people. Um, a little bit more about me. I'm at Frontier Gaming 4 on Twitter and I'm PG Harrington and I'll be uh, running a session of uh, a game which I created um, with a few friends, uh, for a few friends. And uh, yeah, hopefully uh, we'll have a lot of fun. Again, it's called Guns of Santa Torina and it's a non-fantasy um pretty much very open um and trying to think of the word it's <laughs> a non-restrictive um experience and that's uh, what i hope to provide tonight thank you so <laughs> let's get started the party finds themselves in the pretty well-developed town of Roxton, Santa Torina. The only party member who is actually from that town is the doctor, Dr. Turner, and he has noticed over the past few days that uh, a number of people have started to drift into the town that he's not exactly familiar with. He knows some of the troubles that the town has. He knows, as do all the rest of the party, that there are two, pretty much two um, major uh, families that seem to control pretty much everything within the town of Roxton. One is the Fortescue family, and they control the lands to the northwest, and then to the southeast you have Don Diego Legrand and his family and associates that are more into the uh, industrialization of things. Uh, this much everybody is aware of, but the reasons for showing up will be far, far different. Whatever the reasons are, you've all been getting to know one another, and you notice as well that uh, there are a large group of uh, men who enter the saloon every now and then. They're marked out by their long brown dusters and uh, their wide-brimmed brown hats. They never really make eye contact with anybody. Um, and you've uh, noticed this pattern of behavior. And you are in Frank's saloon, all sat at one table. You know your own reasons for being there, but you uh, decide it may be best to try and understand where everyone else is. So, if you would like to uh, introduce your uh, characters yourselves and, uh, and try and get some of that understanding. Well, uh, I, I guess I'll, I'll start introducing myself. I am uh, Dr. Trenton Turner, and I am uh, a local of Ruxton, Roxton, and uh, I've been seeing a lot of these men coming in that I don't quite recognize. It's got me, uh, the hair on my neck is kind of standing up. I've been uh, I'm down here at uh, at Frank's saloon trying to maybe pick up a little bit of information. So I think you see me over in the corner sipping on a, a shot of whiskey 
eyeball in the room. Uh, my name is Vic Owls. I come from the town just up the road. I am here keeping a sharp eye out for some individuals that I could possibly recruit for a, a job or a case that I'm considering taking. I think not too far off. Um, probably sitting there. Probably have like a glass of whiskey in front of me, but I haven't touched it. Um, Harlow Reed is my name. Dark-skinned. He seems very um, sun-beaten. He's probably quite young, but the sun has just aged him a lot. And he's just looking around, probably staring down at the people that keep the eerie looking people that keep walking in he's probably looking them down trying to get glances at their faces to see if they're who he's looking for i'm anna uh anna boone i'm probably the most forgettable looking person you've ever seen like i just got the most plain face most plain colored hair most plain uh it would be hard for you to describe me after seeing me uh wearing a plain top plain skirt only thing really notable about how i look is that i've got a red kerchief that i wear everywhere um, and I probably came in with uh, my buddy, and uh, he might be looking all nervous, but I'm going to be cracking jokes every once in a while to him and laughing and just trying to keep the mood a little bit light. Um, and uh, the only thing, other thing that's really notable about me is I, I'm from Appalachia, and my accent usually gives me away. I sound like a hillbilly, and I act like one. Uh, so I got my feet up on the table, all crossed, and uh, I don't care if people don't like I'm definitely giving Anna a little look. Like, you kind of attract attention to us or trying to attract attention i'm not trying to attract no attention i just i'm just comfortable this way is there are people looking at it i'd be so surprised the, if it wasn't so the uh barman who is called frank malone he's the uh his name that is uh, used to have uh, named the saloon and uh he approaches the table uh where anna has her feet up and uh he just leans over and uh, says, uh, I wouldn't be looking too comfortable over here if I were you. Some bad people in town. What do we know about these bad people? Well, see them fellas over there? About four of them. Notice them by the way they dress. Those long jackets, they conceal a lot of tricks. And, yeah. and by tricks, you mean the kind of tricks that leave you dead? Absolutely, absolutely. Almost. I got you. All right. Well, thank you for the tip. I'm going to keep my eye on them too. I don't know, Harler. Do we want to stay here? Yeah, I want to see how dangerous they they can be. They might be, you know, they might be who I'm looking for, or know who I'm looking for. Uh, well, I don't got no problem with that. They don't seem to have a problem with me, so I'll keep an eye on them. Thank you. Thank you kindly for the uh, the head. Thank you kindly. Take my advice. Make some friends. I think it's at that point that I, I finally pick up on uh, Harlow and uh, slowly make my way over to his table and uh, ask Harlow, um, do you mind if I take a seat with you? I have some business to discuss. Be my guest. I'm okay with you sitting here too, not that you asked. I apologize. I didn't even notice you there for a second. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, happens to me a lot. Oh, wow. 
I almost want to say you look familiar, but quite frankly, I can't place it. Have we, uh, have we ever crossed paths before? Uh, I don't believe so. Uh, what, what's your name? Uh, my name's Vic. Vic, Vic. Owl. Vic Owl. Well, I don't know. Uh, I, I don't know that I've seen you, but maybe. Been in town for a few days. Myself as well. Um, and then I'll, I'll go ahead and have a seat, and I'll kind of lean over. Harlow, do we, uh, do we know this one? Is she good people? Yeah, she's good people. All right. More or less. More or less? Well, more or less good people, too, I think. Depends on the day and depends on the situation. Some people will, well, some people will love me and other people will fear me, I suppose. Those are the best kind of people, though. Indeed. And I'll uh, kind of lean over a little bit and kind of back in my chair. And... Harlow, I'm wondering if, if you're free. I picked up a case that I may be looking for some guns to help me with. Would you be uh, interested at all in another ride? Depends what the job is. Who exactly do you want me to take out, get, find? Well, from my understanding, a pretty high-profile man from this town has possibly gone missing. And I kind of glance over at the other party members uh, to see if they've kind of taken notice or heard anything. I'm shaking my head like, mm -hmm. yeah, I, I heard that's too. Yeah. yeah. So uh, the sheriff dropped off a case with me a few days back, and I've been perusing over it. And I don't know, something just sort of caught my attention, so I thought I'd come down to town here, check it out, see if I could maybe find anyone interested to cover my six, as it were. Uh, one of the gentlemen's gone missing. Um. We're in this town for a similar reason, so I guess the interests interline, so I don't see why not, Anna. Uh, what's the reward that we know about? Do we know? Well, it seems that, and I kind of whisper, a Lady Isabella has put up a substantial amount of money to see if we can't locate her uh, her husband uh, Lord uh, Forkes Forke I'm not really sure how he pronounces his name it's a little foreign to me I think it's Fortescue Fortescue is that it? Yeah, yeah. Sounds, sounds about right something like that yeah well, it seems like he's one of the major players in in the family around here. As Anna utters the name Lord Fortescue, uh, you notice that the uh, you hear heavy footsteps approaching the table and uh, one of the men in the long duster coats um, sort of looms over quite uh, intrusively into the conversation and uh, just <laughs> leans in and he says, uh, well, it's a bust up your little tea party over here. Y'all here for the Fortescue job? Woofy, what? 
Well, if you were, you were. And you need to just leave that alone. Why? Well, see, I represent a group called The Collectors. And the Fortescue job is ours, as is this town. The whole town? You, you own the town? To one degree or another. But as I said, it's really in a, a conversation that needs to be taking place. So, uh, I'll make myself clear. Y'all gonna skedaddle? <laughs> I've been walking around this town for quite a while. It's so maybe a few hours. Took a good look, good like gander around the place. And I'm sorry, but I don't remember seeing your name on it. Not like a plaque or a statue somewhere in the middle of a park. Nothing like that. I didn't see nothing no. like that. Nothing like that. I'm Nothing coming so to speak on, I didn't notice anything either. Okay. Well, I guess we got business. I mean, you know, whoever gets there first, you know? Let the spoils go to the winner, or whatever they say. Yeah. And the, to the victor, the spoils. All right, uh, that's the quote. <laughs> can Can I catch Frank's uh, eye as that conversation is, is kind of picking up? And can call him over. I imagine I'm like a table over from uh, where that interaction is happening. Yeah. Um, hey, uh, Frank, what what's going on with uh, these these dusters here? That's, oh, those are some real walking, bad. Hey, he's walking uh, mighty tall. Uh, got anything to be be worried about? Um, looks alright in the moment, but um. I wouldn't let him get the head start. I wouldn't let him get the drop on those people as well. All right. Uh, I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna stand up as I find my voice again. I'm gonna stand up and uh, I'll grab my doctor's bag. His big black bag kind of opens up like a like a tackle box, and I'm gonna walk over to that group and kind of put it down right on uh, and, and the table there in front of this man who's got his duster. And I'm gonna open it up and I'm gonna pull out a little tube of. Uh, whatever uh and i'm gonna kind of pat this this tall man who's standing threateningly over this group and hey uh this just came in uh western express uh you got your your hemorrhoid cream here and i'm gonna kind of put it pat it on his chest <laughs> and uh you know <laughs> i don't want to say you want to go sit down but uh can't can't stand here so he looks down it's uh what you've just smeared all over his chest. Is, uh, is that your way of calling me an asshole? <laughs> I just, uh, you know, I'm just doing my civic duty here as a doctor of this town. Okay. And I, I would say probably a swollen, ugly asshole. <laughs> yeah, well. Yeah. We are going to fight here. <laughs> we promised a bar fight. <laughs> yeah, we're giving yeah, a bar fight. <laughs> I kind of so look at him after he does this, and, and it looks like you may have more of a uh, a burning issue to handle. I think we. <laughs> well, now that you've handled your civic duty, sorry, I had to. <laughs> He, uh, tick, he picks up uh, Anna's glass, looks in it, and he uh, spits right into the glass, places it back on the table, 
selected by Tulsa. I pick up the glass, I look him in the eye, and I just drink that shit. <laughs> just drink it right up. Just eye contact and guzzle it down. <laughs> well, that was delicious. I think that you have a. I think you have a, a hidden ingredient there. You should be adding the stuff all the time. Thank you. Thank you kindly for. <laughs> It just looks Even Anna's like, what does, what? <laughs> In fact, Anna, if you could do um, a persuasion roll, please, at difficulty eight. Okay, so, yay, roll. So I roll 2d6, and then I add my persuasion. Yeah, P yes. P okay. PG, before we get in, yeah. let this roll happen, you want to explain uh, the, kind of the dice system here? and, and Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yes, uh, so for the rolls... Um, you'll never need more than two d6, and you um, you roll against the difficult rating that's assigned by the storyteller, and you take into account the skills which act as a modifier from the character sheet. Uh, so, for example, um, Anna, please, what is your persuasion skill? Three. Three, and your difficulty is eight, so Anna will need a five to pass that. Um, if Anna rolls a ten and doubles that, then we will uh, we'll have something uh, even better than we anticipated. <laughs> and uh, if <laughs> if a double one is rolled, then that's snake eyes and something uh, bad invariably will happen. <laughs> well, I, I wish it was a 10, but I actually did roll five. So that's eight total with five my persuasion. <laughs> <laughs> the man looks right back at you, just shakes his head, turns on his heel. Walks back over to his friends. <laughs> I was you know, certain he was going to swing. <laughs> you, you know where that man's mouth has been, right? I don't care. <laughs> Whatever. Well, you know this cup ain't been clean for weeks anyway. We all drinking people's spit. That is a mighty, mighty brave of you. <laughs> and uh, name's. Trenton, uh, I, I don't think I've met any of you here before in in this town of Roxton. Have I, I don't think I've seen you. Most of us, are, from what I can tell, you're new here, right, Vic? I am. I've, I've passed through, but I've never really right, well. hung out for a while. You know, maybe in passing after uh, I've spent just a, a moment in town, say at high noon, and All continued right. on my way, you might have been introduced to my handiwork, but I don't think we have properly <laughs> met. I've Money. probably stitched up a few, that's right. Uh, but if uh, any of you need, you know, stitching or two, or the very worst, an amputation, you you can find me. Or if we got know. hemorrhoids. Well, hell, I, can't con I can neither confirm or deny his case uh, in his nether regions there. But, uh, you know, <laughs> I just saw him causing some trouble. Well, I tell you what, the way he walked away, either something was burning, <laughs> something was stuck there. <laughs> so you're, you're saying my diagnosis was probably correct then. <laughs> I feel like I can trust you with medical advice. <laughs> All right. At well, the very least, I like your style. I'm Anna. Oh, Anna, nice to meet you. I'm Trenton, uh, and uh, you said your name's Vic, and uh, your name again? Harlow. Harlow. It's, uh, it's nice to meet you. You mind if I pull up a chair and take a have seat? A, have a seat with you guys. All right, I will. I'll uh, 
motion over to Frank to grab his attention and kind of ask for a round. This this one's on uh, on me if you guys don't mind. Uh, uh, I, I don't. Free drink. Uh, uh, Frank, make it that that good stuff. Frank, don't none of that swill. So Frank uh, smiles over and sees that you guys have uh, stood up to the tambourines, and he kind of gives you a. Uh, a little knowing smile reaches onto the counter for the good stuff and uh, pours around with that, <laughs> brings it over to you on the tray. Good job, guys. Thank you so much. All I want to do is run a nice, friendly establishment. If you need anything, just give me a drop a nod to me. Much surprise, and I'll toss him some coin for the drink. Well, uh, maybe it would be useful, uh, Frank. Uh, it- Anyone in mind that I, I asked some questions about the job we're here to do? Yeah. So, like I was saying before, we were so rudely interrupted by that man child. My case that has come of interest involves locating uh, Lord Forrest. His, uh, his wife believes he may have been kidnapped. Uh, I'm not sure... If there's any rumors here in town, uh, Trent, that you may have heard or know anything about this gentleman? <laughs> well, I mean, most of the time when people come in, they screaming and yelling and hooting and hollering. You know, it's hard to get anything up. But, uh, I mean, I, I feel like I can trust you and you kind of got your your ears to the ground. I, I did get this note uh, kind of slipped under my door a couple days ago talking about somebody's coming to town and uh gonna clean it up and uh, i need to keep her safe i don't know any of you know anybody storming in here other than <laughs> yourselves you know um but it was initialed with a, a j and a b I, I can't i can't recall knowing a, a j or a b keep her safe like who's the her well, that—that's what I'm saying. I—I I don't know. I mean, I'll and I'll take out the note and I'll slide it across the table to Anna. Um, I, I don't know. What can you make something of it? Well, it don't make no sense to me. How can you keep someone safe if you don't know who she is? Well, uh, I—I'm hoping they make themselves known and uh, maybe reveal themselves, and I can, you know, do my best. My again, my civic duty. Mm-hmm. To uh, keep them upright. Well, Frank, you, you, Frank's still at the table, yeah. Mm-hmm. Still listening, yeah. Uh, I mean, you probably know just about everybody and hear just about everybody talk when they're a little too in their cup. You know anything about no JB? You know anything about any enemy of Fortescue that you know might be involved in his kid? Well, the enemy of the Fortescue is a man by the name of Don Diego Legrand. And he's based southeast of this town. I know and that name well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I bet you do. <laughs> I bet uh, you do. And you can find the Fortescues at the north side of the town. Uh, they have a retainer, young guy, uh, but an arrogant little SOB. But folk around here seem to like him. Old Lady Fortescue seems to like him uh, quite a bit too much. And he's by the name of Jonathan Harper. Oh, 
There's the J. It ain't Jonathan Barper. For sure, it's Harper. <laughs> We're absolutely sure, yeah. Just, just checking. To the point about uh, the note there, don't recognize the handwriting. I don't know no uh, JB. Well, I'll keep this one close to the vest until we do find out. Uh, I, I can't tell you here at this table that this uh, Don Diego is uh, not someone we want to be messing around with too much he sends a lot of people my way mm -hmm. uh kind of you know he kept my practice in business for a long time and I'm, 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 it just got a little too hairy and i'm ready to kind of back out but he he's not someone to mess with well, we better have our wits about us there's a chance we're going to have to mess with him <laughs> there's a big chance i think <laughs> A mountain of a chance, most likely. I'm just saying, we, you know, I can say we, right? We are, it feels like we are kind of, you know, coming together here. Uh, we're going to have to be ready. Well, I, I always find myself hopefully ready for the worst case scenario. It's good to have friends, definitely. And uh, my case files also mention this uh, Don Diego individual as well it seems to be uh him and this this missing fellow fortescue are the two two heads that apparently be button in this in this town from at least what i could decipher would you think that's that's about accurate grant uh, uh you're yeah i mean that's like i said that you know this don diego legrand he's keeping people in my beds and, uh, you know, keeping me busy. Um, I'm, I think they're, they're finding somebody. And, you know, and I think it's common knowledge. He's the Fortescue and the Legrands. They're, you know, button heads. I think it's a pretty good assumption. What do working folk in the town think of these two? Good question, actually. Uh... Game master, you want? Would I know kind of what the feelings are? Yes, yes, you would. Yeah, you'd have quite say uh, uh, intricate knowledge that people see the um, the Fortescues as uh, more reserved, and uh, the Grand and his associates as more um, involved directly with local politics and uh, with certain actions that are taken, and your own familiarity with, uh, with the casualties that you end up dealing with. Well, uh, I mean, Legrand, he's the aggressor, I would say, uh, you know, and our Fortescues are kind of waiting in the wings. I don't know if that's the right word, but they are definitely not putting themselves out there like the Legrands are. So I imagine if the town is going to pick a side they might be forced to pick uh, uh don diego uh you know so as you, that... uh, sorry go ahead i think we should maybe start investigating and get talking to this Le Grande. maybe not waste too much time because it seems like those collectors they want in on this as well and frankly i don't want them to get any of the satisfaction and I want to say this loud enough for them to hear me if they're still 
You say you do want them. You want you do want to say it loud enough for them. Yeah, I do. Okay. <laughs> so the uh, large man who approached earlier claps his drink down on the table. He just he just about catches you ring uh, <laughs> them up, and uh, he, he comes over and uh, he says, "Look, friends, I've had about as much as I can take. You are all just going to have to pack up now. We're not doing this job." And if you don't comply with my request, you're not going to be fit to work any other job either. You really don't have a lot of faith in your skills if you think that you have to just intimidate any competition. You really don't think you're going to do a very good job, huh? I've been itching for a fight. I want to so, stand up. i just looking dead in the eye. <laughs> we thought we were getting out of it. <laughs> no. Um, and I'm going to just quickly grab the um, glass that um, Anna downed and just smash it against the side of his head. Excellent, <laughs> Excellent. fantastic. Um, so if you have um, uh, melee skills, take the melee into account. Um, difficulty, <laughs> you're right up in space, so difficulty seven. Um, Eleven. Excellent, it's fantastic, <laughs> so uh, the glass connects with the side of his head and all of a sudden he doesn't look as large and intimidating anymore <laughs> as, <laughs> as it shatters, fortunately not over the party, and he um, <laughs> he uh, leans forward, uh, clutching his head, and he's kind of um, left himself vulnerable to any other attacks. It's like, that felt good. That felt good. <laughs> as as Harlow stands up and, and does that, I'm gonna again open up my my doctor's bag and I'm gonna take out a little tin, open it up, and I have very tightly rolled cigarettes in there. I'm just gonna put one in and I'm gonna light it up. <laughs> if, if he's if he's bent over it all, kneeling down, mm -hmm. I would either if like if if he went down to a knee or something like that. He's just on the verge of being on the knee. Just on the edge. Then I, I think I would also take my glass and roll the drink into his eye and kick him in his knee. <laughs> Excellent. Yes, please. Um, so also difficulty rating seven, uh, taking into account uh, the uh, melee skill, if you have that. <laughs> Ten. Yes. <laughs> so he, his eyes are burning as the uh, whiskey connects uh, almost to the retina and he clutches his face and uh, like chopping a tree, you uh, yeah. take his knee from underneath him and uh, he's, he's nearly prone on the floor now. Well, I'll just say, well, damn, and uh, move my leg so that I can just sort of kick it so that he's completely prone, just like kick him in the face, not even really hard, not even trying to do damage, just trying to get him all the way down on the floor and leave my boot on his face. Okay, and uh, yes, uh, difficulty seven. <laughs> That's a five. <laughs> oh, our first I drank that last drink just a little bit too fast. I didn't eat lunch. <laughs> so he, uh, he he clutches onto your leg and manages to uh, steady himself, and he just he's going to lash out uh, wildly <laughs> at um, 
Harlow, who you can just about see out of his uh, left eye, the other one being just completely stinging with the alcohol damage um, for a difficulty eight, and he has uh, two in on arms. Sorry, guys, that's uh, an 11. <laughs> so, <sorry. laughs> and uh, he connects just with uh, a back fist. <laughs> and you can see that in the background, some of his friends are um, are sort of starting to approach. They're becoming more riled up. They, they knew what he was like, so they kind of let him come over here and do this by himself. But now they can see that uh, it's getting a little bit more serious. And three of his friends actually approach Great. the party. Oh, I need to retaliate to that. Yeah, yeah, so how does damage work? Does Harlow take any? Yeah. So, depending on what Harlow wishes to do next, okay. um, you can try to uh, block the attack, um, or you can try to uh, reverse it, and then in which case you would get a free attack in addition to your actual move. Does that make um, sense for yeah, I think I can block it. Okay, uh, so difficulty nine. That's taken into account your unarmed skill as well. Snake eyes. <laughs> oh, we, we started so strong. <laughs> <laughs> okay, <laughs> uh, I'm going to roll for uh, damage. So roll it for damage. And if you see me looking down, it's just to uh, refresh myself with certain things. Uh, so rolling for damage, though, there is a damage table that I hope you've all um, been able to have a look at. Um, I've got it here, though, so we'll be able to uh, to do that. Um, and it's a roller for D6. And that is a 3. So on the uh, number listic uh, table, that's one point of sustained damage. Oh. And so if you just look to your uh, character sheet, please. And where it says sustain, just fill in one block. And then you have the doctor in the party, so we'll have to <laughs> <laughs> ah, I'm going to have to patch the, that up. <laughs> for the snake eyes as well, I will say, um, you're actually knocked out um, temporarily for one round. Of yeah, that's fair enough. Sorry. <laughs> <sighs> Do I Sorry, do guys. I see as the rest of the guys are coming over? Any of them going for weapons of any kind, or no? Okay. If you want to escalate, <laughs> hey gentlemen, how about you just get on with your business instead of trying to intimidate us out of doing ours, and uh, we can just uh, take this out by trying to do our jobs well and see who wins. Okay, that's a, that's a pretty persuasive. Uh, so if you do a persuasion roll, they are quite riled up for the fight. So and they can see that their friend has just done pretty well. Um, so difficulty nine, please. <laughs> so thirteen, if you add my three in persuasion, yes. I rolled ten. Okay. <laughs> Excellent. <Damn. Okay>. <laughs> <laughs> so they uh, they actually stop. Uh, in their tracks and listen to what you're saying. Um, they're a little bit taken aback themselves by the fact that they're doing this. And they grab their friends and they sort of pat him down a little bit. Um, they look over at uh, 
Harlow, who is on the floor. <laughs> they look at you guys and then at each other and say, uh, well, I suppose we can call that even. Turn. And once again, Anna, the voice of reason. <laughs> How did that happen? <laughs> uh, I'm going to finish the drag on my, my, my cigarette there, kind of put it down in one of the cups or whatever, ashtray. And I'll get up and walk over to uh, Harlow there, and I'll kind of I'll I'll tap his his foot with my foot, see if he's moving. <laughs> yeah. And uh, if uh, not, I'll kind of kneel down beside him and open up my bag, and I'll take out some smelling salts and try to get him, you know, kind of smack him on the face a little bit and get him up and uh, awake again. And then if I need to do um, any kind of bandaging, kind of I'll assess his situation there. And if I need to do any bandaging, I will. Excellent. So the uh, the smelling salts absolutely will bring him round, yeah. and I'm so up. you're assessing him for treatment. Right. And uh, yes, later further down the line, you want to heal that point of sustain, then uh, you absolutely be able to make that attempt. Well, if so, I, I'm reading on the character sheet: sustained damage becomes prolonged damage if left untreated. I if I can yes. if I can assess that he has sustained damage, then I would definitely do something right here, right now. Okay. If I can. Absolutely, yes, yeah, if you've got something. So did you mention you had, um, I saw on your character sheet, you had uh, rags and bandages? Yeah, I bandages, surgical tools, like maybe this is my field kit. Um, mm -hmm. I have some stitches, uh, you know, the the cleansing whiskey, and uh, <laughs> some clean rags in there, whatever is needed for this situation, I guess. Very good, that's good. Um, what I would say then, if you want to... Um, just on this occasion to save you provisions for what may or may not be coming, um, you could use some maybe some alcohol that's laying around to um, uh, just sort of clean out the uh, the wound around the eye socket, make sure there's no. All right, yeah, I'll, I'll grab a rag out a little and then dip some whiskey on it and just start kind of cleaning around his face where that get pulling any. Did he he hit him with his fist, right? Yes. Yeah. yeah so I just kind of like making sure there's no. Nothing major uh, happening there, cleaning the wound and getting him back on his feet. Uh, medicine roll difficulty five, taking into account your medicine. No, I have a plus five, so um, that's going to be seven plus five. That's 12. Yes, oh, that's fantastic. Absolutely. You give him superpowers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, that's excellent. Um, and even if uh, the role required would still, even if you'd still be able to make the role required with the amount of skill points, you always still roll. This is the off chance of snake eyes. Yeah. To, uh, okay. Excellent. Uh, so, uh, yes, uh, Harlow is uh, back on his feet and uh, feeling pretty good. And now. You can see the collectors have actually exited the saloon. They're uh, firmly about their business, they've left you alone. But they know that you're not really a group to be messed with, uh, so they're going to try and start to go about the business as quickly as they can. All right. Now, now, Harlow, what? <laughs> first of all, first one's on me. But uh, what did I tell you? We need to be hacking. Is he, I mean, are you yeah. usually one shot and you're down? No, that was a first. Well, hopefully the last. Uh, but you should yeah. be good to go. You're just you're gonna have a black eye probably, but you know you're bone, no broken bones or anything. That's good at least. 
I think we should it's start okay. getting Yeah, we'll all just pretend we didn't see that. <laughs> yeah, nobody was looking, I swear. Okay. I thought you yeah. were going for a tactical position there, Harlow. <laughs> yeah, that was it. That was oh, it. Low, low man wins. <laughs> um, well, I mean, they... And Anna, you got away with your words. They they went boogieing real quick. Uh, I mean, I mean, if we're going after the same quarry, we might want to get moving too. Yeah, I think that's a good idea. So, go first, or what are we thinking? So you uh, you remember what Frank said about uh, needing to speak to Jonathan Harper? Mm-hmm. And uh, and where to find him? And Frank actually um, provides just uh, a few directions around town. He lets you know that uh, uh, you've got the Fortescue Mansion northwest. You've got the uh, the residences to the north. Um, you've got a town square in the centre. Uh, the sheriff's office is to the west. Um, below that is Doctor Anna's office position. Next to the doctor is the gunsmith, and then to the southwest you have the Legrand Villa. Now Frank said that the lady Fortescue likes this retainer just like a little bit too much. You know uh, what that might mean, Doc? Might be the place to go look first. I, I, I think maybe. I mean. I can only imagine what that might mean. I mean, uh, I don't mean to sound scandalous or anything like that, but just like to think uh, in a way that's maybe a little bit different than what everyone else is thinking. Uh, if they got unholy relationship going on, uh, maybe he wanted to take out a rival. Well, we, I think we should go there first then. I agree. This might be a good place to start as any. Sounds good to me. So you're making your way to the Fortescue Mansion. It's not difficult for you to find. It's uh, it's a very um, ostentatious building. It's uh, on three floors. At the very top, you can see um, a dome, in fact. And uh, as you pass into the uh, and approach the front doors, you can see there are actually uh, pillars lining the uh, the outside of it. Um, it's a very very grand house. And you are greeted um, by a man in a rather fine waistcoat. He is also carrying a repeating rifle. And that's how he uh, opens the door to you. Almost not pointing the weapon at you, but he's on guard. Can I help you at all? Well, uh, I, I think you can. We come to speak to Mrs. Uh, Fortescue. As you got to say to her, you can say to me first. And you state your business. Uh, how? How can? How do I know that I can say it to you? Uh, I mean, you're just standing out here, right? Like any sort of means. Uh, past your shoulder, he's looking over your shoulder just to see if there's anyone else behind you. And he identifies how many of you there are. And uh, he says, look, you here to offer your services? Uh, 
yeah, I mean, we've we've heard what has happened, and we are just trying to uh, get to the bottom of it, I think. I guess you can come in. Please follow me. Let me lead you. Uh, Anna, is, Anna, is that easy, right? I, I mean, yeah. sometimes. This has to be the most aggressive-looking butler I've ever seen in my life, but seemed to work just to talk to him. <laughs> so we <laughs> um, to the uh, right hand of the grand staircase, uh, to a side room, uh, which is Lady Fortescue's sitting room, and you can see she's uh, reclining on a uh, sofa with a hand fan, fanning herself. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh. 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 Um, there we go. There you go. <laughs> props. We got props. <laughs> and you can see she's uh, rather flustered, and the uh, doctor in the party can see that she's uh, occasionally um, she has a uh, handkerchief, uh, which she's occasionally holding to her mouth, which you can introduce. Um, she probably has quite a serious addiction to laudanum. Okay. Uh, uh, it, it, Excuse me, uh, Miss Fortescue. Uh, if you don't mind, we'd like to have a, have a word. Uh, oh, Jonathan, who have you brought in here now? Oh my goodness me, who are these awful people? We're awful. we're not awful. We're here to to help you uh, the best we can. And uh, oh, to help me, how how could you possibly help me? My husband is gone, gone. Well, well, that's. That's point one why we're here, but point two, and I'll I'll kind of walk over and kneel beside her, and and I'll grab that, try to grab that rag from her, and you know, confirm it is laudanum. Uh, if if she'll let me, if not, I might get a little forceful, but I will. She's quite defensive of the uh, the handkerchief. Well, uh, okay. Point point one is finding your husband, but point two is we're we're gonna work on on this right here, and I'll point I'll point to the rag. And she uh, she clutches it to her, and uh, she just says, uh, oh, "Anything that you have to say, please just take it up with Jonathan. Oh, oh, Jonathan, take this take these people out of my sight." I mean, we 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 want to make your husband ungone since he's gone, and you don't like that. So we do need to talk to you in order to get information about your husband. And Jonathan comes over and uh, he uh, pats the doctor on the shoulder. He says, uh, this is why I wanted you to deal with me. Jonathan Harper, at your service. Okay. And he's the gentleman who showed you into the uh, house. Yeah. Dang it, we, we should have asked his name when we walked in. Uh, well, I thought you guys knew. I thought you <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm going to... <laughs> reach into my pouch. I'm not really paying attention to Jonathan. I'm going to get out a, a little sugar cube or a little sugar tablet. I'm going to try to put it in uh, uh, Miss Fortescue's mouth. Now, this will this is this is will help you. I I, I see you're struggling here with this uh, this handkerchief here. Uh, that is not a way you want to be living, uh, especially with, you know, problems at hand and I'll try to, you know, give this to her and if she's willing i'll place it on her mouth in her tongue or on her tongue and then at the same time like slide a hand 
try to take the handkerchief away. Excellent. I do like that. Um, quite a difficult thing to do. I would say a difficulty <laughs> nine, taking into account your medicine, though. Oh, uh, with medicine? All right. I... Yeah, it's primarily based on your medical knowledge, yes. Uh, oh, there's a six in there uh, and a three. So that's nine plus five, Excellent. 14. Excellent. Okay. And she accepts the uh, <laughs> the uh, cube of sugar and she uh, becomes a bit less... Uh, a bit more relaxed with a uh, handkerchief. Now that's okay. Keep, to focus on you at all. Keep, keep fanning. Keep, keep yourself comfortable. And I, I will, I will take the the rag and and stuff Jonathan. it in my, in my bag. Oh, Jonathan, I take it all back. These are, these are angels from heaven. Please. <laughs> all right. Uh, sure. I think. Miss Fortescue. I come and I occasionally get passed along cases that say the local law enforcement may be timid to possibly undertake. And it has caught my eye and my attention, and that is why I have come here to help find your husband. Now, I understand that it's, it's your belief that he's gone missing, and in fact, he is not actually away on business. This is true, yes. The mayor and the sheriff respect this vicious lie that he's overseas. But uh, no, I'm certain he's been kidnapped. I'm certain of it. Do you know where his last uh, whereabouts were? Was he in town? Was he possibly taken from your campus here at all? Yes, he was inspecting our estates. Where about in town was that? Oh, that's uh, just north of here, on the land that we own. Okay. I'm just going to kind of make a few notes in a little pocket journal of mine. Is it the kind of place where you have a lot of people work in the land, or was he in some place that was pretty much abandoned? He was secluded. He has his quiet places that he likes to go to collect his thoughts. Wait, the entire time, um, Harlow's not a tall cost, he's just standing there, very intimidatingly, just staring. Staring down Jonathan. Is Jonathan reacting at all? Like, is there anything that goes across his face about this while we're talking about it? So, Jonathan is, um, his, you can tell that his main concern is Lady Fortescue, and people's proximity to her, in particular, and he... Has been okay with the doctor um, doing what he has done, and he's eased into the, uh, the questions that have been asked. Um, but he's quite uncomfortable with the fact that Harlow is uh, staring him down. <laughs> he has got a tight grip on his uh, rifle, but he isn't saying much. Saying he isn't saying anything, and he isn't displaying uh, much outwardly. Um. Man, go ahead. Do you have any reason to believe a certain individual or a group of individuals may wish to target your husband at all? Well, my money would be on uh, on Diego Legrand, certainly. You think that's why the sheriffs don't want to help you? Is because they don't want to get on the bad side of Diego? Well, yes, yes, and they'd be right to think that way. Ah. Uh... 
I think that might be the the easy answer. Uh, I'm gonna gonna pack my bag up, stand up, and I want to go next to uh, uh, excuse me, what well, Jonathan Harper? I wrote his name down. I'm gonna go stand next to him, and uh, you're you're okay with her doing all this on you know with this, and I'll hold up the rag and like trying to get it, trying to get a beat on him, see where his intentions are. His I guess. Very good. Okay. So, um, got a direct question. So, if you could roll the persuasion, please. Oh. Difficulty of eight. Oh, not good for me, but we'll try. Where is it? Ah, right. uh, that's a six total. No modifiers. No modifiers. Nope. Okay. He just uh, just looks you up and down. He says. Uh, I know which way my bread's buttered, friend. I know where my meals come from. I know who to be loyal to. That's all I know. Well, that's enough to keep you alive and well, I guess. Uh, you know you know where her husband is? I'd check with the grant. Do it myself if I didn't have to stay by my lady's side. Hmm. Your lady's side, all right. Interesting. Now, how far away is Trent now and uh, John from Lady uh, Fortescue and, and myself? So she is uh, on the couch that is furthest away from the door, and Trent and Jonathan are closer to the door, so approximately uh, six to seven meters. Oh, okay. you say you say meters. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they <are talking> feet. <laughs> um, I understand what you mean. <laughs> sorry, I'll I'll figure out the conversion. So it's a scaly time No there, worries. Yeah. In fact, thinking about it, that is quite a long way, even in meters. Um, so uh, even in meters. <laughs> so six meters is nineteen feet. The no, ways. Which is quite a bit. That's that's not a correct. <laughs> that's absolutely not that. But yes, yeah. But in this room, yes, approximately thirteen feet away. Wondering if because I, I imagine I'm standing next to Harper and staring at Vic. So seeing Vic's body language, I'm gonna, okay. I don't know what you're doing, Vic. I'm just you know kind of looking. If, if he seems cool. Then I'll uh, I'll take a knee and 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 uh, as gracefully as I can, um, Miss Fortitude or Fortescue, apologies here. Can you get us a, a picture or a description of your husband? And I understand that there is a substantial risk for for us to go in to get him and i just want to make sure that if we do happen to find him in the care of lagrande we know which one your husband is well yes i mean uh, you must have passed the uh the, the bust of his head and shoulders that uh, are in the uh are in the uh, lobby on the way in here he's uh 67 years of age he has uh, a large mustache and long, so people say grey hair. I like to think of it as silver. <laughs> my silver fox. 
That's adorable. I mean, I think we were a little distracted by the butler with the rifle on our way in, so we'll, we'll make sure that we take a look at that on our way. Um, I'm pleased. Yeah. Uh, how many people do you have in your employ? Uh, I have uh, Jonathan and a few of his men at arms who he employs. Um, in all honesty, I, I couldn't say. Does he employ people to work his land? Oh, yes, yes. Oh, 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 yes, Jonathan uh, is in charge of the hiring, yes. Um, how did your husband treat his workers? Uh, very well, to the best of my knowledge. No, uh, no complaints that I have been aware of. No one uh, disgruntled about nothing? Uh, no, no, certainly not. No. What kind of uh, family do you think we are? A rich one. If, the, if this was a campaign, I'd be awarded XP for that line. <laughs> <laughs> and she sort of um, fans herself and just quite dismissively uh, walks away from you. All right, well, I'll, I'll turn to, to Jonathan and you keep that lot and amount of her, okay? Or I need no way to live. And, uh, I'll, I'll hand him like two or three more sugar cubes. This will keep her happy until, uh, you know, kind of, until it doesn't. I had some into his hand and uh, take that under advisement, Doc. I'll go rejoin the rest of the group uh, on the other side of the room. Kind of take a look at that uh, sculpture and, and whatnot of... Uh, Mr. Uh, Fortacuse. And you see that uh, exactly as described, he's, uh, he's quite a distinguished uh, looking gentleman and the, uh, the bust of him reflects that. Um, the large uh, bushy moustache, uh, silver like his uh, long um, shoulder length hair and uh, yes, you glean that you would have a, a good um, a recollection of him if you needed to. Well, I don't know what else we're going to get from over here. I guess we got two different options. We can possibly swing through the sheriff, see if they know anything, or we'll be at least willing to stay out of our way if things went south. Uh, Making yeah. sure that stay out of our way would be a good option. I doubt they're going to help us uh, with the... Yeah the power that Grande has, but at least getting them to stay out of the way should be possible and make our job a lot easier. I feel like if we go to the sheriff and we, we make it clear, like we understand the position that they're in and we're on their side, we don't want them to get hurt by nobody, they're good hard-working folk, and if they tell us anything, it's going to be kept strictly between us. What? We might be able to get something. I'd, I'd like to believe that's the right way. And we're out of the house moving away. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, sorry. Uh, I'd like to believe that's what would happen, but, you know, money kind of runs this town, and LeGrand's got that money. Um, and I, unfortunately, have been a beneficiary of some of that money, and comes with pretty tight lips, and so I'm, I'm worried about going straight 
to the sheriff. And also, I don't want to rule out old uh, Jonathan Harper. I mean, I've stitched up enough men in bar fights over jealous lovers, and uh, I can't say he's off my radar, but... You know, he sure does like his boss, doesn't he? You picked up on that, too? Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, it's a bit hard not to, to be honest. I mean, there's no doubt in my mind that Legrand is the bad guy here. But a missing husband, I can't can't stop uh, thinking it might be Harper in some way. Do I happen to have any contacts here in town, maybe among the sheriffs or among people who work for either of these people? You can you can ask around. Yeah, if you go to that location, you can have a little look around. All right, just to, I'm just going to keep that in mind. Like if we go anywhere, I might I might see if I can figure out if anybody's kind of part of my network. Definitely. So I, I can tell you this about the sheriff. He occasionally does give me some cases that, well, quite frankly, he's too scared to handle <laughs> them. Whether it's out of fear of some families or he might not just have time. But when, when this was dropped off, I very much got the sense that it wasn't a fact that he didn't have any concern, but definitely more of the fact that he was scared to get involved between these two families. And as Mr. Trent has pointed out, one of the families isn't shy about shedding blood. And so I think if we approach them and, and at least let them know that we're going to go in there, Perhaps they can either steer clear or, or at least not uh, put us in the stockades themselves if things go bad. Which it sounds like they, they probably will. Uh, they will. Yeah, fear doesn't make you love no one. I would like to warn, at least tell the um, sheriff to stay out of our way. But there is a chance that that might be the wrong decision. We might have to just go straight for him. For Le Grande. Yeah, uh, yeah uh, Vic, I'm, you know, I'm worried about some of the jobs he's feeding you. I mean, if they're the the ones he doesn't want to get his hands dirty on because it might be conflicting with Le Grand, it might be an issue there. I don't know that he's not totally in the pocket of this man. So I, and even if he isn't, there might be someone else. How many people work with the sheriff? That could run far and wide. I'm not sure. Well, Trent, uh, this is for all in all purposes, your town, at least amongst us. So I would follow suit in your advice. Well, and my idea is getting, you know, obviously past transgressions aside. Legrand's got to be dealt with, I think, and uh, I think Harlow might be on the the right track too. Just thinking, at least go check it out. All right then. Anna, what what do you think? I I trust Harlow. If it, if his judgment is that we should go talk to this guy instead of the sheriff, I, I I'm good with it. Thank you, Anna. Always. 
Well, let's... All right, then to La Grande's mansion we go. So you make your way uh, southeast to the uh, to the Grand Mansion, um, which is designed more of a uh, a villa structure. Um, the outer buildings are quite open. Um, you can gain access to them, but there's a sort of um, inner compound of buildings that are connected through corridors. Um, so it's it's on two floors, and again from the outside would appear quite easily accessible um but upon further inspection you see it's more maze-like i wish i i wish i knew what's inside this maze here but they they always bring them to me go again um do we see anyone around any cars anything like that and so you can see uh, the outer perimeter is being patrolled by two separate guards, um, both heavily armed with a sidearm, a revolver, and uh, carrying a shotgun. And that seems to be the standard issue for uh, the Grand Associates. <laughs> Stay away well, from we, that end. Yeah, if, if we need to, if for some reason we need to know what it's like all over here, I can do some looking around uh, without being seen. But I, I don't know yet that we need to do that. Right now, we just want to talk to someone, yeah? Yeah. Well, uh, I mean, I, I hate to put myself out there, but we can go under the disguise of we were called in to help with a medical emergency if we need to. That might get us inside. Um, I, like I said, I've never been here, so I, I, it's out of the ordinary for me to bring my services to LeGrand. Would, would they find that suspicious? You doing a, a host call out of the blue? Especially if there isn't one. Yeah. yeah, and especially if there isn't one. Uh, and you I mean, brought yourself three nurses. <laughs> we might get past this first guard there. He looks kind of like a dummy, but at that second level, I, I'm, I can't guarantee, you know? Well, how about something more like this? Like, he, he's not dumb. Like, he must know that there's a lot of people talking about what's going on and putting his name out there as someone who might be responsible. And, and I, I can say this true. I don't know that it's him. And I certainly have a goal, especially if it ain't him, in proving that it ain't. So we got some interests in common with him. And he might, he might be interested in hearing that. Anna is really good at talking too. Uh, Probably better than going guns blazing right now. I mean, I've, I've seen it. Uh, I, I, you know, seeing is believing. Um, and I, it might be better than my than me lying my way in there. I think. Is there any way we could spin an angle with these collectors? Oh, right there that perhaps they're they're coming in. We caught with them. I mean, after we bashed a glass up against his head, and uh, that felt good. I mean, it was eye for an eye in that situation, right? It, it, we left that pretty even, so I, it might be a move. I... Now, we met some men that we think might be gunning for you, and we thought, first of all, it would only be fair to let you know, and second of all, we'd like to, you know, prove them wrong because they're a bunch of bastards. So here we are trying to help you. And if if they do provide you, uh, Trent, with some good pocket money for your services, I don't think it would be too far of a stretch to think that you may want to protect your interest and give him 
a heads up. So you're saying use the collectors as a, tell them that they are coming for him. Not not meet with the collectors. Oh no. But use them a ooh man. Ugh. You know, I'm you know, just saying you know I thought your, I was quick, uh, but your 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 nurse guy's here for us, like you said, and probably only get past this first dum dum standing over here <laughs> looking like he's ready to fall asleep anyway. Uh, again again I think that gets us that gets us through the front door, but once we're in there, I I cannot say what's gonna be waiting for us you know that, that that ruse might only last for so long well what does this man care about Le legrand he cares about uh power money uh, well i could have guessed that but like but, specifically ah uh, well uh, uh pg you said that they were uh more on the industrialization of things yeah. Absolutely. Kind of bringing in new technology, maybe, and, and innovation. They're not interested really in preserving Roxton as a uh, place of historical interest. That means very little to them. They want to industrialize as much as they can, um, okay. exploit the new world as much as possible. I mean, they they are fully on board with this uh, westernization of everything. They want bigger, better powerful things so it's not just power and money it's, it's everything in between um, here's a thought what if we go in under the angle that we heard when that these collectors are trying to find Fortecube and we would be willing to uh, render our services to make that family Go away. Well, kind of do a a, a two faced spy sort of game. Uh, you know, I I mean, we we're, we might be missing the point here, and that might be. I don't want to say this too loud, but that uh, we might need to uh, some sort of assassination attempt on this Legrand if we are truly wanting to rid him of Roxton and and the the evil deeds that he is bringing. So I I don't know how. I'm I'm at a loss. I I have no problem with <laughs> killing this man, but isn't the point to make sure that he is the Fortescue is oh, gone? That is missing. That is true. I go back there to my no previous one, statement about Harper. Ain't no one gonna pay us for killing him. Right now, what we got to do is just talk to him. All right. Well, maybe that I might be walk, step one. We walk in and tell him use the collector idea. Say that. I, we heard wind that the collectors are coming for you, and we just wanted to make sure that we either we proved that they were wrong first, see what we can gauge from their reactions to what we know and what we don't know. All right, and, and just figure out from there. And I can tell him true. I don't think he did it. This is not the way that his kind screws over people. They're really good at screwing over people, but they don't do it this way. All right, I I, I like it. I, I think this is. Let's go in and get some more information, and then we make another educated decision after that. I mean, from from what I got here, our paycheck comes from Lady uh, Fortescue in the return of, of her husband. Now, as far as taking uh, Legrande out, 
I mean, if that happens, that happens. I kind of value walking away alive more than the next guy. Uh, so if we get into it, you know, he can go down. But I think priority is to find out if they have him alive or dead, whatever the case is, um, at least one of our goals there. I, I like that plan. So you've put together uh, a couple of different <laughs> ideas there, and uh, you'll be free to um, uh, to execute them as you see fit. Um, so I'm right in thinking the party is uh, is walking quite calmly towards um, the entrance to the villa. Yeah, that's it. Okay, and uh, so the uh, the first guy that you can see who's uh, on patrol uh, with his shotgun. He uh, approaches you. He just uh, says, uh, "What's your business here, friends?" We're here to offer some help to Mr. Legrand. Well, we could always use help. You, uh, he looks over at uh, the various things that you're all carrying with you, and uh, you can get a little bit of a, a glint in his eye. And he says, uh, "Sure, the old band would be much appreciated." Carry on up. Well, that was way easier than we thought it was going to be. <laughs> you let you get an entrance to the uh, outer ring of the villa compound. So, just straight straight ahead, then. Um, I mean, yes, you can see that the uh, there's a, uh, a door, and uh, the older, more Windows uh, are cut into the uh, stone walls. They look more like um, perhaps a medieval arrow loop, but uh, a lot wider. They've been converted into a window on either side of the door. All right. Uh, Anna, you good and taking point on this? Thing? I mean, I, I can do some of the talking. I don't have a problem with that. Um, right. Is there someone... Are we... Are we heading in the direction of someone to talk to, or are we just hanging out in your living room? So you're uh, so you've entered into the uh, into the compound. Yeah. Okay. And uh, yes, uh, you are greeted by uh, uh, Don Le Don Diego Legrand himself. Um, he's familiar to uh, the doctor to some extent, and uh, he's a man of advanced years. Um, carries himself very, very um, upright and uh, he's dressed very, very well. And he also, you'll notice, he carries a uh, saber with a uh, silver-plated scabbard at his side, and he has a silver-plated handle to match. And uh, he approaches you, greetings, welcome to my home. Uh, uh, what you here? Well, Mr. Legrand, I, I don't know that we've met formally, but I I have spent time patching up some of your uh, your soldiers. I appreciate this greatly. But uh, my friend Anna here is we're delivering some news that we may have found. And what is this news? Well, you, you may have heard already that there's a lot of gossip going around with some kind of accusation against you that you had something to do with this disappearance of, of Lord Fortescue. 
Ah, yes. The old yeah. Fortescue. Yeah. And now they got like a whole posse of people out there looking for you. Well, gunning for you, at least. I think they think that you did it. And uh, I don't think you did. I, I, we don't think that you did. Uh, we don't think this is very fair. And we want to help make sure that we prove you didn't. Okay. And um, how do you plan to do this? Well, that's a good question. How do we plan to do this? Well, we were hoping maybe you could uh, shed some light on the situation yourself. Maybe uh, help us point us, you know, in the direction or or steer clear of some folks. We ran into uh, this group here at the the bar, Salone, uh, not too uh, long ago, who warned us to get out of town if we tried to head over here and speak to you. So we figured, well, what they say they they went by their uh, train? Ah, well, the, the collectors. Yeah, the collectors. Ah, collectors. Uh, uh, the collectors. It's an interesting name. We've, uh, my friends and I have had conflicts with them in a separate state. We, uh, we hoped to have left them behind. Well, uh, I'm. So sorry to break it to you that that didn't work. Um, but, uh, yeah, if there's any information you can give us, if we can prove that you didn't do nothing to Lord Fortescue, then uh, they'll probably need to just get their, get their ugly butts with the hemorrhoids out of this city. I would be very uh, grateful if you could make that happen for me. I believe they're uh, establishing somewhat of a headquarters. At the uh, gunsmiths in town. Well, that's, that's news. Uh, right. I, I mean, ne never mind. I'll keep keep that to myself. Sorry, <laughs> speaking out of turn here. <laughs> Thinking out loud. <laughs> so, what can you tell us about? Because. All of these rumors don't seem too unfounded. There is clearly some sort of rivalry between you and Lord. Can you tell us anything about that? Good question. If you could please do a, um, a persuasion roll for this. Oh, boy. I have no modifier. Okay. <laughs> Just slightly <laughs> above average. You can do it. <laughs> Harlow's not a talker. Oh, a nine. Excellent. Excellent. Fantastic. And uh, he, looks, he, he looks over at Harlow and the... Uh, I may have took a meeting with him, the cherry orchard, the cherry orchard at his property. I don't see how the relevance of this. I see why you might. Why'd you meet with him in a cherry orchard? He was going to sell some land to me. And did he? The deal is not yet complete. All right. Uh... Who knew about this do deal? Uh, myself. Some of my friends. You may have seen them wandering around. Who he told is, is only known to him. Like maybe his wife and his wife's friend 
Have you met Lady Fortescue? <clears throat> we had the pleasure. Would you tell her of your grand strategies? We didn't come right out and say that we thought it was bullshit that you did it, um, but we did say that we were interested in finding out if there were other possible suspects. Yeah, that's me. And uh, perhaps the business here is concluded, yes? Would you, uh, you wouldn't want any actual ill will to fall on Forest Q, would you, considering your deal hasn't gone through at all? No, 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 I can only pray for his safe return. Do I pick up any read on him at all? Uh, you can do, I suppose it would be a reverse persuasion, but you can do a, You can do an investigation, please, yes. Uh, difficulty, difficulty nine, please. Six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven for her. <laughs> can tell that he's becoming more agitated within himself, and he's actually... Um, with his gesture for you to leave, he's actually um, explaining through his body language that he's not comfortable uh, with having this conversation around his relationship. He can call us a cucumber up until that point. Hmm. What, uh, I mean, clearly you, you value his safe purposes of prospering and, and growing the great city here. What do you know about this, this John uh, Harbor fella? Ah, yes. <laughs> They're lieutenants. I have many men like him on my payroll. Like him? What does that mean? He seemed awfully kind and endearing to you. Uh... Oh, he did. <laughs> then he does his job well. You care to elaborate? What, do you, what kind of yeah. job do you think he does? I think he makes things happen. Things. If you could please do a persuasion world. <laughs> I like the way she's pushing the agenda. I like that. <laughs> That's 10? 10, wow. Okay, excellent. <laughs> I'm a talker, not a fighter. <laughs> um... <clears throat> If I need something to be done, I take a man who is trustworthy, yet expendable. That is how I see Jonathan Harper. Whether he wishes to climb from this position remains to be seen. I need to ask. I'm not as subtle or good at talking as my friends here. Did you or did you not ask Jonathan Harper your Fortescue problem? I'll take an intimidation roll of nine, please. Oh. Twelve. Two sixes. Damn. <laughs> 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 and his entire demeanor uh, changes and just scowls at you. Um, and uh, he just says, Come into my home. You ask me these questions. You ask me about my business. I would like very much for you to leave now. Who Jonathan Harper serves is not my business. What questions I have asked him are none of your business. Did I need him to settle matter for me? Maybe. Maybe more than once. I feel that's enough for Harlow, to be honest. Yeah. 
Yeah, I apologize. My friend is he's kind of rude. He doesn't he doesn't got no good social <laughs> graces. Uh he just you gotta kinda just take him with a grain of salt. Uh so thank you for your time. Any other questions y'all wanna ask? Yeah, just to, to try to smooth it over, uh, obviously, uh, Mr. Grande, we, I think we all here feel that you actually have nothing to do with this and you have this serious concern for Mr. Porticuse. Um, now, if, you know, hopefully, if, if you got some kind of inkling that perhaps this John uh, may have done something of his own volition. Yes. By all means, we would love to hear to help clear your good. Oh, of course, but uh, if I have this information, let me assure you I will take it to the sheriff first. <laughs> sheriff don't seem too interested in clearing your name. Uh, he likes to remain neutral in certain matters. What? I, I'm sure I don't think... We have I couldn't hear you, sorry. I'm sure once we have solid evidence, the matter will be brought to hand. Well, that is where we come in, so that makes some sense. Uh, how do you treat your workers? Are they happy with the work they're doing? Yes, of course. Yeah, they're pretty happy. Uh, how about him? How about uh, Lord Fortescue? Uh, he is from old money. He does not understand the struggles in life that people go through. I would put him in the category of oppressor. Anyone in particular vocal about their problems with him among the workers? Not to me. Okay. You don't know any of their leaders? No. All right. Just checking. Good to know. Thank you. Thank you. I'm just staring tigers at him. The whole time. <laughs> uh, please do another uh, intimidation roll. Uh, we are so doing like <laughs> good cops, bad cops. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Effective cops. Eight. 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 Oh, eight. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, he looks over at um, Harlow and he says, uh, Insincerity. Keep buys in the back of your head around Jonathan Harper. Try that Sounds about right. All right. Well, uh, Mr. Lagrando, I, I, I think this is where we say goodbye for a little bit. Uh, we'll meet again. And with that, just kind of as, as we kind of walk out, I'd spin around, but like you mentioned, if we could possibly take care of this collector problem for you, you'd be mighty grateful. Of course, yes. What, uh, what would that gratitude possibly entail for? Huh. Depends on how many. Well, how many are here in town that you're aware of? I've seen groups of them. They never travel in less than four. Perhaps three or four of these groups. You could confirm for ahead that they are gone. Two thousands per head. Thousand per head. 
Hmm. You know Sorry, what? I'll say de dead or alive or just run out of town. I mean, to confirm it, dead, hopefully. I mean, since we are talking openly now. All right. You know who bankrolls their operation? Yes. Yes, I do. I believe he's also in town. Uh, man that I do not like, do not trust. And his uh, name is Braxton Montague. Oh, the moment he says that. Where did you last hear his whereabouts? This Braxton. After they uh, entrenched themselves uh, within the gunsmith, this building he disappeared from town but how I'm not sure we need to go to the gunsmith alrighty alrighty gunsmith next alright so what do you say 3,000 head we clear these collectors and clear your name <laughs> Yes, I would be very, very uh, appreciative of that. Uh, may I ask, uh, what is Lady Fortescue paying you? Well, she hasn't come out uh, and put us out there, but uh, between me, me and you, um, well, I could retire based on what she's willing to pay for for Fortescue's uh, safe return, obviously. Um, matter of fact, I think we all four of us could retire on his safe return and uh, perhaps maybe even be able to convince them to uh, go ahead with that deal. Well, I'm waiting for a signature. Um, I suppose you have the promissory note from the Fortescue family. Or even mention of a number. Uh, might have forgot to do some negotiation. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just see we were rushed out awfully quick by uh, Mr. John when we started asking about uh, Fortescue's uh, well-being. So we'll get to it. I mean, what, what do you say? We bring a promissory note for part of this land. You... Uh, Set the four of us up for for life as well. Oh, you look oh. like you can both profit from the land and profit from his safe return. And you surely within a matter of of a short amount of time will probably recover. Yes. If this is uh if you were able to do these things, and best of luck to you with that, um, then I will absolutely set you all if you want. Uh you call it uh, 75 each. 75 each. Mm. All you have to do is live. <laughs> 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 yeah. 75 each. Kind of, um, I, I, I'm going back, back and forth. Just so I just want to get out. I think uh, Oh, you can see the uh, frustration building up in uh, in the harbor ever since he uh, mentioned that name. Yeah. 
I think we I think we should get harder out of here before yeah. He, yeah. I agree. Yeah. That's a good call. Right. Mr. Grande will will come back and hopefully we'll have good news for you. I hope so too. I'll reach out to shake his hand to make like a, a, a gentleman's agreement as of course, I'm the man of my word. All right. Well, to the to the town we go. Then, yes. Alrighty. Yeah. Yes. We're going. Uh, what 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 just happened in there? I mean, my, my initial idea who done it is now topsy turvy. I. I mean, I I I'm thinking this. Uh, Jonathan Harper and these collectors might be uh, working together, maybe. But then I thought maybe Jonathan Harper was working with uh, Legrand. I I don't know. Can you? Are we making heads and tails of this or what? I I get the feeling that possibly could be twofold. I think Legrande may have been able to get in the pocket of John as he's expendable, but willing to do deeds for for him that he's done in the past. And I think perhaps these collectors may have been brought in possibly by John to keep anyone from investigating the situation. Alright, well, I mean, if if Fortescue is signing over uh, land to Legrand, I, I feel like maybe they are working, they are a little more copacetic than we maybe first understood. And, uh, man, I, I don't know. Uh, Harlow, what? You kind of lost it there for a minute. What? What's up with Braxton Montague? I mean, maybe he, that he might be a missing piece here. He just needs to die. You don't got to tell them nothing if you don't want, friend. He's involved, the collectors are involved with him, we need to go there. I need to go there and find out where this man has gone. Harder, is he that one? Yeah. Figured. Yeah, Alright, then we got two jobs. Alright, I mean, in this short time that we have become friends, I think... We divulge a little information on who that one is and why. Braxton is not a good man and he deserves to die. The fact that he's involved with these collectors and whatever here just right, well, proves that even further. And I just want to be the one to end it. All yeah. right. I mean, guilt by association, I'm okay with that. Uh, yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm following. And I, do I get enough of a read on Harlow to feel that his cause is definitely justified with, without question? You could do um, a check to see if Harlow would expand on it too. Yeah, you can do an investigation difficulty. Harlow's heightened state of mind at the moment, I'd say difficulty nine, please. Nine? Investigation. Five, six, seven. Any money for us? No, so Harlow could choose to remain tight Yeah. 
I think you could just tell that it's clearly very, it's very personal. I'll, I'll actually drift over closer to where Harlow is, and, and I'm just going to pat him on the shoulder. And not too overtly, but just like, I got you, I got your back, I'm here. Kind of message. And I'm assuming uh, Raxton name hasn't uh, crossed my desk at all. This is solely a personal type of a... Yeah, it wasn't mentioned in the dossier of information, no. Okay. All right, well, I guess to the the gun shop we go, huh? Uh, so you make your way as a group back to uh, the gunsmith, which is on the southwest part of town, and it's, uh, it's further down from Doc Turner's uh, surgery. And... You can see that there have been works taking place there. So maybe the dock has maybe been in the saloon a little bit longer than thought. Maybe it had a couple of good nights out. <laughs> um, but certainly it's, uh, it looks as though things have been taking place, things have been brought out. There are wagons outside that are loaded with goods, uh, building materials, supplies, um, but no extensive work to the outer structure of the gun shop. It is a, uh, uh, it is brick, uh, it looks fairly solid, uh, it has a flat roof, and there's an entrance at the front, regular windows on two floors. Harlow, hi. How you want to do this? Uh, so our character, I, I, Harlow probably be very reckless. Uh, he's gonna, he's not even gonna answer, he's immediately going um, get some cover and just make his like get as close as he can to the guns gunsmith while staying under cover. And he's uh -huh. drawing his he's drawing his um longbow as he does this. Harder, I I don't I don't, hold on hold on Harlow we don't even we don't even know if he's there right now. There's a lot of guns and you're going at them with a bow. Could we hold hold on for a second? Can we? I would like then um, persuasion roll for Anna, <laughs> and failing that will be Harlow's sneak roll. Uh, persuasion roll difficulty yeah, nine. Eleven. <sighs> well done. Uh, yes, yeah, so you do actually yeah. manage to <laughs> get through to Harlow and yeah. Uh, <laughs> You aren't honoring no one's memory if you get yourself killed the first second you find some place that he might. So why don't you just, and just hold on? Let's be a little strategic. I couldn't find this man for so long, and now that I know where he is, I need to move. We need to move. We're gonna move, but we're gonna move, you know, with our heads smart. Okay. So like, let's just play him with the grip, okay? I, w I won't let him leave this town without you having your chance. Okay. I mean, we could we could go in and a couple of us go in and maybe purchase some ammo or something to this general effect just to scope out the place. Harlow, if you want to hang back, is you know like a uh, an Overwatch if he happens to come out at all. Okay. Would I know if Harlow's good at like sneaking around and being quiet? Um, I mean, I think our backstory we have worked together, so I think he would. That yeah. Um, if you want a natural stat for it, he's got a three. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, 
we, the two of us could kind of scope out the place, you know, look around the outside, see if we can find anything, if there's an easy way to look inside. Well, y'all go and do the straightforward approach. Uh, that, might, that might not be a bad idea. I think, Vic, you, you got it. Like, maybe we go in and peruse their wares and see what's going on and then maybe get a head count. I agree. Uh, see what we're dealing with. All right. Do we need any kind of a sign? Or, I mean, I don't know about you, but if Harlan, you take a shot with your bow and things get get hairy, you know, we might be caught on the, the short end of that stick, initially anyway. I don't just have a bow. It's just my preferred weapon. I have a long gun and a pistol as well. If it needs to be. And I and I and I think I tap uh I tap my revolver. Like I I have a preferred weapon myself too. I totally understand where you're coming from. So Trent, should we go in and Yeah. Well uh I think so. Uh Anna, you get are y'all going around the back and just kinda doing a once over and we'll Yeah. Alright. Okay. Uh, yeah, let's, let's go inside. Split the party? Who does this? <laughs> not everybody is sneaky. If we all try to sneak at the same time, it's not going to work. <laughs> okay, so the um, so the sneaking rolls then. Uh, you haven't roused too much suspicion as yet, so difficulty is seven. Who uh, to sneak where you need to be? And that would be um, hide and shadows. Yes, absolutely, yes, yeah. Okay. I rolled a 12. So um, I got a 9 here and plus 3, 12. Brilliant. 9. Excellent. So you both uh, secure the positions that you need to unnoticed and will remain uh, within that state until, uh, until something happens. <laughs> if something happens to... Uh, <laughs> uh, and as these two kind of go off, I'm assuming me and Trent would hold back for a minute, giving them some time. Sure. So during that, Trent, I'm wondering, do you know LaGrande's, I don't know if it's possibly her daughter or his daughter at all. It's, uh, you know, it's really actually kind of hard to read. Some of my papers got a little little smudgy here. E. LaGrande. You'll recall from the dossier, just in Memory pops back, and the name is Ekaterina Lagrande. Uh, uh, you know, like I've said, they they kind of bring the the walking wounded to me. I, I and I I can't say that she's ever made it down to my shop. Uh, so no, I don't. And again, our relationship is very uh, at an arm's distance. All right. At, at a distance, you start perusing around any establishments here at all that possibly we could run into. As I was flipping through, walking over here, it kind of caught wind that she may be one that would possibly have more intimate detail of uh, Grande. Uh, GM, would I know any, uh, have seen her at all? No. Okay. Yeah, uh, like I said, you know, uh, I have it. And I don't know the reason why I have it, you know. Uh, could be any number of things, but I don't know. Fair enough, fair enough. And I think at this time, we 
enough times probably pass that we can make our way in. All right. We we just picking up some wares for like a hunting trip or what? Yeah, yeah. I, <laughs> I right. came I came into town and and was talking about trying to you know blow off some steam and maybe take down a nice. Uh, buck or something. I, yeah. I don't know what you're around this area, but roll with that. Alright. Uh, yeah, so we'll make our way in. And as you uh, you enter the uh, the gunsmith, and you can see that just behind the counter um, is quite a jolly looking fellow, and he's, uh, he's got a big uh, beaming smile. You haven't seen much custom um, over the last couple of days. And he just uh, he, he says uh, hello and, uh, and and welcome on in. I'm uh, I'm, I'm Clinton uh, Clinton Smith, and uh, welcome to my store. Uh, I'd say thanks for having us. Uh, we're just kind of looking around. We're looking to get you know maybe uh, something to go do some uh, shooting out. Oh yes, a out piece, town. You Americans would call it. Um. I mean, any any anything new that we need to be aware of, or uh... oh no, no, um, that's the time. I mean, you have your uh, you have your long guns, um, have your uh, revolvers, your sidearms, um, but there's uh, not many uh, experimental weapons in here, shall we say? You keep those in the back, right? <laughs> oh, the back, <laughs> the back, yes. <laughs> and he just uh, pours a little bit. Quite frankly, and and I'm looking very like I try to put on this sense of I just want to blow off some steam. And uh Mr. Clayton, let's well, let's be honest here. I've I've had a rough rough go on the uh the trail coming here for a while and oh, I just kinda wanna see some things go boom. You got anything Perhaps that uh, could brighten my day and oh, dynamite! Yes, yes, absolutely. Very good. Very. How much? How much dynamite you have? Uh, I'm looking to have some some fun here. Have some real fun. Oh well, I have uh, I have long fused dynamite, and uh, be somewhere else when you throw this. But uh, I have a crate. Uh, containing uh, six sticks of long burst dynamite, and I'll let you have that for uh, perhaps three hundred dollars. And uh, so, how much cash would we say we have at this point? Um, <laughs> being bounty hunter um, and budgeting for expenses, and I really wish I'd have asked you all to do this. <laughs> <laughs> And I completely take responsibility for that. Um, but if we say in the region of seven hundred and fifty dollars, seven hundred and fifty, all right. And for the doctor, uh, perhaps three hundred and fifty. Right. Mercenary, perhaps a little bit more. So say five fifty. And for Anna, Anna knows a few people. So let's say. Say nine hundred. Anyway, yes. Oh, uh, yes, yeah. As as Vic is making like going through this transaction, I'm gonna kind of break away 
and act like I'm perusing, but trying to get a peep into the back room, uh, just judging by his response to uh, his previous comment. So I'm, I'm breaking away a little bit. Brilliant. And so an investigation check of nine, please. Ooh. Okay, not bad. I got Right into it. It's an eight. <laughs> oh. eight. Eight total with my modifier. <laughs> okay, so you uh, uh, you see one or two things out of place, but uh, nothing that would arouse too much suspicion. All right, all right. Yeah, I'll just keep like looking on the shelves and stuff as uh, Vic continues. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm sure, I mean, are these your wagons outside here? Are you packing up and, and heading out, or is this a shipment coming in? Oh, just a shipment. Anyway, uh, the dynamite? Yeah, so, you know, I think we could possibly negotiate on, on perhaps maybe a case. And I'm just kind of essentially trying to buy some time as Trent, you know, looks around and everything. Um, with, Amazing. With, Let's call it 250 250 I'm sure we can do maybe a little bit. I mean, if I buy a whole case here, how many yes. people come in and buy dynamite around here? Or TNT oh. here, as it were. You make a fantastic point. 200, and uh, and, uh, and you can be about your business. 200, all right. You got any, any uh, say, long gun shells? Like maybe in the... Uh, 357 uh, caliber at all? Uh, yes, yes. Stocks and stocks of them. All right. Well, Terry, will you give me you give me a case of those shells and that uh, dynamite? A case of dynamite that just sounds like it could make for well one heck of a party and a good time. Uh, Fantastic. What you say that was 150? Uh, yes, yes, we'll call it 150, and he's, he's looking behind his shoulder, he's keeping one eye on the uh, on the doctor, and he's uh, just keeping, you know, he's either looking at the doctor or he's looking over his other shoulder, um, and he just pushes a uh, the, the case of dynamite and uh, 12 uh, rounds in the, uh, in the box for the, uh, uh, for the other ammunition. All right. Um, so yeah, I'll kind of fumble through my code a little bit, being you know, discreet about it, and just pull out uh, pull out 125 and and see if he notices anything with it, or just kind of goes through. Okay, and he's uh, he's keeping one eye on it, um, counting it, and then uh, you see Doctor. Uh, attention is uh, on a shelf that uh, just seems to have come loose at the back of the shop and uh, and uh, the uh, the proprietor uh, Clinton just uh, turns to you both and says okay okay be on your way now you've, you've made a, a very good deal here all right well well I, I... Again, uh, my civic duty. I just remember that sheriff wanted me to come in and do some whale checks for, uh, you know, uh, typhoid fever, uh, and just make sure I check everybody. You know, it's a real quick thing. It's to just check for, you know, body temp. And so, is it just you here today? <laughs> the grounds just very gently 
very gently, just enough to uh, rock you a little bit. Just just shakes from a sound you can hear on a lower level, um, perhaps a blast, and well, he just uh, I reaches mean, onto the counter and pulls out two revolvers and places on the yeah, that's quite an extreme reaction to a well check, uh, sir. I can assure you, I'm very, very well. About three seconds to leave my shot. Wow, you that really escalated. Uh, <laughs> Vic, are we we're good? Uh, yeah, I'm good here, uh, uh, Mr. Clint. I mean, thank you very much. We I didn't mean to, you know early here at all. I'm sure we can, you know, if you put those uh, peacemakers down here, I'll pick up my uh, my purchase. And, I mean, I definitely appreciate your time. We'll be on our on our way. That's wonderful. Fantastic. Goodbye. All right. Well, sheriff's not going to be happy. I didn't get numbers for here. So, as I'm walking out over my shoulder. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> and he slams uh, the door shut behind you, and you can hear him walking up. Oh, that's fine. Uh, Vic, did you feel that rumbling? I mean, I mean that, quite that frankly, uh, something's going on in there. He wanted 350 for a case of this. Pegged him down to 159 and gave him 125. <laughs> 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 uh, Whatever's going on, he wanted us out. He wanted us out. Yay. All right, well. But by and by. You good with TNT at all? Uh, well, I'm glad you said something. <laughs> I'm glad you said something. Yes, I am. Uh, it's kind of my my side hobby is uh, tinkering around with some explosives. Uh, yeah, so I'm quite handy. What well, I tell you, what you you find a use for this here, then it, once you hang on to this, I'm sure perhaps at some time this will come in handy. And if right. Anna and Harlow could roll investigations, please. Yes, yes. Uh, okay. Eight. Six. Oh, okay. Uh, so, known only to Anna, um, you do see a, uh, a movement within one of the wagons that's parked around the back of the building. Um, Almost as if there was someone else in there among the supplies. Um, I would say that calling this information to Harlow may compromise your stealth, but that's certainly something you've observed. I, I am going to try to just, well, I'm going to head over to try to peek in and let, let Harlow draw his own conclusions. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Over to where, where are you going? Okay, okay. Us to stay there. You suck at this. <laughs> <laughs> I failed my check. I can't. I can't know. <laughs> I figured you'd be able to figure out that I saw something. That's why I'm walking toward an idiot. <laughs> I'm going to walk toward it and try to glance in and see what I can see. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm not, not going to follow, but I am going to watch just in case something happens, like <laughs> someone else jumps out. <laughs> okay. Um, you could uh, please do uh, an investigation check. Another investigation account. Ha! Five. 
Five. Okay. Um, you would have to disturb. So on the uh, within the carriage um, are the uh, supplies, things like um, uh, grain, and it looks to be food supplies. Um, to investigate further, you would have to disturb those uh, supplies. All right. I'm going to just take up a position at the sort of exit of the the cart and just 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 wait and see if I see any more movement or someone tries to come out. Okay, excellent. And then if we go back over to Vic uh, and the good doctor. Sorry, what, what do you think the way he was acting there and this, this idea that maybe the collectors are in on there? You don't suppose any chance they're holding someone up in there, do you? Well, they're doing something. And they're doing some blasting. I mean, you don't get the tremors in the ground just like that for nothing. A uh, simple pickaxe ain't going to do that. Uh, and then you said there, like, there's caravans out front that have a bunch of building supplies and, and yes. stuff. Yes. And I mean, I don't see any of this going up inside that building on that oh, ground I... floor or the outside. My idea is there some sort of tunneling system going somewhere uh it's it's fishy and the way he got us out shoot us out of there real quick uh speaking of we might let's just move over to the side here i don't like standing in front of that window uh who you know might be drawing a bead on us uh so i'll kind of move over to the edge of the corner of the building and you know I, we might want to find harlow and anna uh let them know all right, sounds sounds good. Yeah, let's let's make a way around. You know, I don't know if there's any good hunting out this way that it could look like we would legit be going that way, or do we need to like stealth around? Do you know a way to the back, out of sight? Well, I mean, it's just some alleyways, and you know, there's not much. Do we notice them coming out of the front door? Uh, yes, yes, just yes. I'd, I'd actually then sort of slip up to them, trying to keep my eye on the wagon. Okay. Yeah. Right. Okay. There's someone in there. The wagon, there's someone in there, and I don't want to be seen. Yeah, there's some, there's some shit going on down underneath the ground, too. Yeah, did you guys feel anything? Did we? No. Yeah, right, right underneath that store. There's like some shaking in the ground, and then we got. He pulled his pistols on us. And told us to get out of there after we bought stuff. Yeah. And that's not suspicious at all. I don't. Right. I think. Um, yeah. Harlow, I think you're gonna get your wish. <laughs> I mean, uh, I don't like to think about it too much, but I think that might happen. What's happening out here, Anna? And all we saw was that someone's hiding in that wagon. I mean, one person, there's four of us. Let's go pull them out. That's that's what I was thinking. All right. Yeah. Who's going in? Who's going to cover? I will cover. Okay. I'm, I'm better. I'm better close up, so I I'll, I can walk up with you. Me too. All right. Okay. So. You, Harlow, and Anna are still technically in 
um, uh, sneak and stealth. And cool. so, yep. and you approach the wagon, and you were uh, you do hear some uh, rustling there. Uh, now I'm going to do a roll, and if I could ask for is it the doctor who's approaching first. Yep. So if we uh, just roll two d six. Nine. I got six total. Okay. <laughs> so oh, you no. see the uh, <laughs> the uh, muzzle of a uh, of a uh, Winchester repeater. Just, uh, <laughs> oh, hey. <laughs> yeah, I'll kind of I'll kind of drop and get underneath it if if I'm not close where I can I can move with my hand. But hey, hey exactly. we're just we're just investigating. Okay. I mean, what are you doing in there? <laughs> and you hear, um, well, well, who's out there? Who goes there? Well, who, who's in this? Is, I mean, you know me, Doctor. I am the Doctor Turner. Uh, what are you doing in there? I'm just doing a typhoid check. Well, well, shit, Doctor. It's good to see you. Well, it's good to hear from you. And, Do I recognize uh, this voice? You do recognize him as the um, uh, the <laughs> assistant um, from the uh, from the gunsmith, and uh, this is uh, Gus Jones. And God. he's a man who's familiar to you from the town, um, except if you hadn't moved, you would have took your head off. So <laughs> it's very fortunate that you did that. Um, but yeah, and he he's quite an elderly gentleman. And he's uh, he climbs out the back of the uh, Gus. What the hell are you doing in there, Gus? Like, get, come on, put the rifle away. He's a bit jumpy. He's a bit twitchy, but he lowers the uh, the rifle, and uh, he uh, says, uh, "I don't know who the hell these guys are. Plenty of them, and they're under that fucking building. Uh, are they? They got long dusters on and." Oh, yeah. Like that. yeah, that's mm -hmm. the one. All right, Gus, uh, what's up with Cl Clinton in there? Is he losing his mind? Oh, that guy's insane. All right, all right, good to know. Um, Harlow, all signs point to yes, my friend. Uh, all right, Gus, go get out of here. Uh, <laughs> you don't want to be around, I don't think. It's about to get fun, so or. Or Gus, why don't can you like post up on a rooftop over there, it, the next building over? Maybe you know, just give us some cover. Well, shoot, yes, I can. Right, he looks just, quite happy with that. <laughs> keep your head down, all right. <laughs> <laughs> Will do, and he uh, makes he makes up to uh, to find a position. All right. Uh, I mean, Vic, with what we found on the inside in Gus's testimony, I think. I think we know where we're going. Uh, I think so. We're going to just shoot our way in. <laughs> Is there a back door? Knowing that the front door got locked? Yeah. Were we able <laughs> yeah, to scope out anything like that? I mean, he locked the door. I can do something <laughs> about that. I'm not so worried about the door. If we want to go in the front, I can get us in. But it's a question of whether we want to go in the front and he's going to blow our heads off or whether there's a way that we can sneak there's in. no visible back door. No. All right. Well, he's he's got... Two pistols at the ready, uh, and obviously in a shop full of guns. So, 
uh, I mean, TNT in there. What? Shame on him for selling us this uh, dynamite here, because uh, it's coming right back at him. I'll say we could either use it to open the door. We could send it through the window as a little parting gift. <laughs> yeah, I can. I can get the door open. We don't gotta blow it up and then bring the attention to the whole town. Well, I really wanted to check the return policy on this <laughs> right through that, uh, that window there, uh, but I think you're right. Maybe uh, uh, check that door first. Why don't, I, why don't I see if I can just get that open? Excellent. So, um, if you could just do a, uh, a stealth check for going past the window. That's what I need Difficulty 7. 10. Excellent. And then please uh, a lock pick check for the door. Forty-eight. Eleven. Whoa, hot dice. This is my strong suit. Yes. <laughs> Wonderful. Uh, you do manage to uh, to unlock the door. Um, you haven't opened it yet, of course, but uh, you realize that you, as soon as you hear that click, you uh, realize that you very easily could. Okay, I got it. Thank you. Uh, my pistol out and point, you know, when she's ready to kick it open, assuming that Clint is probably standing there at the red or something to this effect, I would think. Uh, Anna, did you, when you were walking by, you didn't have anything to that window, did you? I was, I was pretty focused on not, them not noticing nothing about me when I walked into the window, so no, I didn't see nothing. I'm just going to, like, slowly get the door open down oh. here low. And you can come above and do the shooting. Fair enough. Okay. Because right. right, I can shoot, but I can't shoot too good. So, All right. so I'm going to just, I'm going to like crouch way down. Yeah. Like, and just I'm, I'm slowly my push the door open a little bit. Wow. Okay. Okay. Like it. Like it. Um, that's fine. If, yeah. No, that's okay. Is is there a window that flanks the front door? Uh yes. Okay. Yes. Yeah, I'll be kinda um at the corner, kind of peeking into that window just as they're maybe at the door and I'm waiting. Fantastic, yes. Um Okay, and, and uh, are either of you or any of you actually looking into looking or sort of just edging forwards with the weapons? I am not looking into it. Okay. I'm trying to stay as dusty as I can right now. Somewhere like at the end, like beside the doorway. Mm -hmm. Just getting ready. Brilliant. So stacking up on the door, okay. Yeah. Fantastic. Um, okay. I'm going to do my own check. Did uh, the party just kill themselves? So the you see around um, uh, whiz out of the window and uh, shoots out of the glass, um, and it's aimed in the uh, in the doctor's general direction. But it oh. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I will immediately duck back around the corner. Fantastic. Okay, uh, but you know that they're, they're paranoid. Whoever's in there now, however many people, it's uh, pretty paranoid. Hey, 
I'll whisper to them at the door. Give me the word. I'll throw this down in my right through this window. I think that's a good idea. Let's right. We're, we're going to back off and <laughs> we're in a clear, clear range. Thumbs up. Yeah. Look, it's okay. Um, Look him if you got him. <laughs> um, so, of course, it would be, it'd be relatively easy to pop the door and watch through the window. It's the difficulty roll won't be for that. The difficulty roll will be. Um, just to see that you don't roll a double one to have any mishaps with the explosive, please. Okay. Am I using thrown missiles or explosives? Explosives. Okay. Oh, shoo. I saw one one. <laughs> uh, but then I rolled a five on the other one. So that's a six <laughs> plus a three for a total of nine. Good. That one. Uh, that was, that was a scary first noise right <laughs> oh, there. scary. <laughs> Can I do surgery with one hand? That's what we're asking. Right. <laughs> Uh, so the, uh, yeah, uh, you, you toss the dynamite through the window, and uh, and you hear the the explosion. Um, that it takes out the windows. You hear the screams. Um, you hear the screams of one person. So the right. the one person in there at the uh, at the time, and uh, uh, bits of him fly out of various <laughs> <laughs> um, amongst with uh, various shrapnel. Um, I'm sewing that back together. Uh, <laughs> uh, now's your time. Nice. I'll, I'll, I'll yeah. kind of yell to the front door. Now's your time. Uh, yeah, I think we go in. Go in, yeah. Is there even a door to push anymore? We did do. You realize though that it will. Um, it, no, I mean, law enforcement have been reluctant to get involved. But even an explosion like that, they uh, they will have to. You can reasonably assume they will have to investigate and yeah. try to be of the essence. I mean, they do say dynamite is awfully uh, finicky and delicate. Yeah, it is. Uh, Oops, handled it. Yeah, that was your your a little bit of a clutch there, Vic. I don't. Know. <laughs> <laughs> Just... Already getting an alibi sorted. I love it. That's brilliant. <laughs> uh, if you three go in, I'll I can maybe hold off. Any uh, people coming in to investigate what happened, uh, and then get them back on their way, and we'll—I'll make my way and catch up with you. Sounds good. So if if they're going in, I'll kind of stay at the door and be like first on the scene and and try to uh, quell any uh, any uprising. Good tactic. Good tactic. Uh, so as you enter the uh, gunsmiths, you can see that the um, wall that had been. Um, what Vic would recall the layout of the store, uh, the wall that had been behind the gunsmith has been blown completely away. And you can see from the remnants that it was only quite flimsy panelling anyway. Uh, it was quite clearly a facade. And uh, behind that facade are some uh, crudely formed steps. Uh, and you can see that a recent blast has uh, uh, opened the entrance to those steps. Yeah, I guess I we just. Defend, I should say. We go down. Go. Yeah. Go in down. for a penny, in for a pound. <laughs> well, I mean, from what we can tell, there's only one way in and one way out. Yeah. Yep. Who wants to go first? Oh, Harlow definitely goes first. Harlow. He's already going downstairs. <laughs> I'll have your back, Harlow. I'll run behind you. All right. I'll, I'll take third position and uh, heading down, pistol drawn. Excellent. So uh, it's very, very dimly lit, and you can 
can see a long corridor that stretches out in front of you. Uh, there are some flickers of lights um, at the end of the corridor. And yes, it's, it, it, you realise it would be quite difficult to uh, do anything down here unless you had some sort of way of uh, illuminating the situation. I have dark vision. No, I'm kidding. I will give them a solid three-minute head start before, and it, depending on who comes in that time, I'll deal with them. But if nobody's coming, I, I after three to four minutes, I will head down. Excellent. Brilliant. All right. Yeah, is there any other light source that we can take up down here? If they're building stuff or setting things down, are there any lanterns or something that we could possibly pick up and none to hand? You do see the flickering lights further down the tunnel, but uh, nothing from um, a lantern. So much not. All right. Well, I don't know about you all, but we got to get some light before we head down this tunnel. But I mean, they're definitely down that way. He's got to have something up. Yeah. I don't have any sort of that on me, unless you want to light a cigar. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm going to run back up then. I, I think I may have spotted something in the store. I don't know that hopefully so isn't destroyed. <laughs> I mean, they they got to have some gas lights up here somewhere. He doesn't work in the dark, so. Right. <laughs> back up we go to find lamps. <laughs> well, considering... Uh, Harlow's dead sent on I'm heading down that hallway. I doubt he's about to weave having eyes on, so I'll run up, see if I can't find something to get the uh get the doc's attention if he hasn't come over this way yet. So I'll head up and, and search around quickly to find anything that could be a valuable light source for Okay. You do find uh some uh tattered uh, cloth uh some tattered cloth sacks that have been uh, left over, and you can use uh, an ignition source uh, from a supply of gunpowder within a chest that was encased uh, from the blast. Okay. So, yeah, so I'll, I'll pick up some of those and any broken pieces that looks like we make some makeshift torches out of and uh, kind of gather it up. I mean, Inventing is not necessarily my strong suit, but uh, I can give it a whirl or, or bring supplies down. I don't know uh, how long we have dashes up at all. If you do uh, a crafting roll, please, now that you've got the materials uh, for a difficulty of eight, please. All right, no modifier. Here we go. <laughs> good roll, good roll, good roll. Dropped one, lost the dice. Okay. Two fives! Yeah! Yes. Um, um, so from all of the uh, torches that you managed to assemble, uh, they will each last you uh, five turns, should, uh, combat turns, should, uh, should it come to combat. Okay. Um, do I see any commotion outside yet? No. All right. Uh, I, I would probably hear Vic coming up and peek my head in. Yes. Uh, Vic, what, what's happening? There's a long tunnel down there, uh, Trent. 
was lights. I mean, it, we could barely see. I came up here to try to scrounge some kind of light source up for us. But, uh, we probably don't get much time before Harlow just goes down there blind. <laughs> All right. Uh, I'll do. I'll do one more quick pan outside and see if I see anybody coming. If not, I'm. I'm coming in. Uh, I'll meet you downstairs. Let them know you're coming down here in a moment. And I'll, no. I'll head down with the the torches that we've created and let them know that you know. And Harlow, uh, Doc's on his way down here in a minute. He's going to do one last check to make sure it's clear. Then I think we head on down this tunnel. I got some torches here that I kind of threw together. Um, it'll last for a little bit, but not a long time each. Same. I don't need too long. Brent, are you going to gonna be able to keep your head screwed on straight enough to get this job done? Because you get your heart too involved and you're, you're going to get yourself blown to hell. I'll get the job done. Right, like, I've been told that you should just breathe a lot to, like, kind of calm down. Maybe you should just keep I've been told that, too. Just keep breathing. All right, are we ready to, like, <laughs> walk down this cave? Yes. Okay. All right, do you want to, uh, do we want to light a torch before we head down? And and you want to carry this thing, or? Aren't they going to notice if there's, like, a big light source, like, creeping up toward them? Yeah. So, like, maybe we just light it when we need it. I mean, we set off an explosion upstairs. <laughs> That's a good point. Way. All right. Light the fucking torch. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll click one off then and um, head on down. Now, do I see what kind of weapon uh, Anna's holding all, like, is she single-handed, double-handed, or? I got, I got like a, like a okay pistol. <laughs> An okay, an okay pistol. <laughs> it don't got no name. It's not so special. Nobody, nobody got no like legends about my pistol. It's just a pistol. <laughs> it shoots bullets. Sometimes it shoots somewhere I want them to go. <laughs> And you, want, the... you want to maybe carry the torch and, and take third place? <laughs> or I got the torch. <laughs> I'll do <take> that. <laughs> and for the doctor's final check outside, very fortunate, I'll tell you. Yeah. <laughs> you soon realize that, uh, that that blast has is, is not upset the town one bit. All right. Uh, I will. I'll make my way down. Uh, hopefully catching. Moving stealthily. But hopefully, trying to catch up to where they're at. Okay, and as you uh, proceed along the corridor, uh, you can uh, you can make out that the uh, the light that you're tracking is uh, going towards the right hand side. You come to the end of the tunnel, and you can see there's a right turning and a left turning. Can we hear anyone? On like, can we hear people on either, any of the sides? Uh, please do an investigation check. Oh boy. Everybody? Seven. Can uh, I assist with that one? Footprints are most heavily oh, used. Eleven. Eleven, excellent. You all won't need to uh, do that then. Harlow uh, is uh, identified that it's definitely the right hand side where you can hear the voices coming from. Um, they sound like they're alert, like they're running towards our direction or panic or okay. anything like that? No, no, they Okay. Man, they're stupid. Is this yeah. tunnel 
is this tunnel fortified? Like, have we noticed, are they like building up this tunnel as well? Or would maybe an explosion down here possibly where we're at cause uh, any kind of cave in? I would say that uh, any kind of controlled uh, explosion down there that wasn't controlled in a certain way may potentially cause uh, a cave in. Trent, you said you were good with explosions, right? You can control. I will do my best. Uh, I mean, th this might not be the weapon of choice down here, but I do I have. Say, you know, what's a, a low risk weapon? I do. <laughs> I do have some uh, like Molotov cocktails in my in my bag. Uh, okay, but so my... like they probably have some TNT down here too, and I I'm not I'm not terrible with this stuff either. And one thing that I know is that if you throw fire at it, it blows up. So like, let's be careful where we shoot and where we throw things. Right. right. I mean. Yeah, your head ain't right if you ain't got a gun. Uh, I got a gun too. Right, right. In case if if you see sticky white stuff, don't <laughs> shoot at it. Is all I'm saying. Uh, yeah. This is why I use a longbow. Don't worry about <laughs> that stuff. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, we we better beat feet and figure this out. Yeah. I just start going down stuff as sneakily as possible. Okay, and you can see uh, two men talking. Uh, there was one lantern uh, just placed next to them, and they're uh, they're, they're quite uh, fairly relaxed. They're not uh, not on guard. They're uh, carrying uh, weapons each. They're each carrying uh, the uh, Winchester Repeater, which is something that you've come to realise the uh, the collectors uh, favour that type of weapon. Um, but you can see two of them stood side by side. Uh, talking, they maintained uh, uh, stealth, and you've not been detected. I wanna go for a shot. <laughs> I wanna go for a headshot. Excellent, excellent. So when going for an aimed shot, um, what I do is assign uh, difficulty just based on the purpose of the shot, and then whether that comes to fruition if it's. Um, Succeed. So it's usually quite higher than just a normal attack. Normal attack, if it succeeds, will just go uh, onto the wounding chart on the character sheet. Um, but a name chart with a specific purpose, in this case, a headshot. Um, I'm going to say difficulty um, would, it would normally be 11 or 12, but as you're in stealth, I'll say difficulty 10. I can do that. Yeah, I can do that. <laughs> you got this, you got this. So do I. Um... So I rolled two sixes. Okay. So yeah. plus my five is seventeen. <laughs> <Excellent>. <laughs> okay. This is why they call me Bullseye. You just won the game. Yeah. <laughs> Amazing. Amazing. So uh, <laughs> the arrow uh, whistles along the remainder of the corridor and uh, and, and rushes into the uh, uh, the uh, the head of the target and he's uh, he's dead before he even hits the ground. He, um, as it's such a good success as well, <laughs> um, he actually knocks into some, the guy he's standing next to um, and catches him off guard and takes him to the ground with him. So uh, the second chap who he's with is actually lying on the floor prone um, and uh, pretty, pretty helpless with his dead friend. Yeah, <laughs> Very nice shot. <laughs> If I can run up and 
as I'm running, open up my bag and pull out. I have like buried at the bottom is a big Bowie knife. I like to pull out and just get the guy before <laughs> he kind of figures out what's going on. Uh, kind of right underneath the jaw if I can. So we'll always want that in man. Definitely, yes. Absolutely, yes. Back on. Um, I guess we're not asking this one any questions. <laughs> I'm more, thinking more worried about them yelling and attracting more. I'm running. No, uh, yeah, difficulty 10, definitely, yeah. Okay, would this be bladed weapons? Maybe, just please. Oh, uh, that's two threes, so six, seven, eight. Oh, so close. So you get up there, but uh, as you go to grab the blade across his throat, you just uh, just miss. You still have, you know, have a hold of his head, not the hold of his head or whatever, and you just miss. He turns away at the last moment. All right. Um... And at that point, if he's kind of struggling, I'll try to get control and I uh, need a little help. With that, I think, you know, watching Harlow shoot and kind of catching him running up, I would have would have drawn out on this guy waiting to see if Doc got him or not. And if not, take a shot then. Okay. Not at you, Doc. <laughs> So with with uh yeah with second chance, I'll take a a shot at uh, second chance. Excellent. Yep. yep. Aim shot. Uh, difficulty ten. All right. Four. So that's a a dirty seven uh, plus five. Nice. Very very nice. <laughs> Excellent. And yes, you uh, you take him out uh, completely. <laughs> a little blood right. on my face. Uh, <laughs> yeah, sorry, yes, yes, the splatter just. Uh, <laughs> I mean, that, he probably looks that. like that a lot anyway, because he does yeah. so much cutting people's uh, limbs off. Sort of usually, used to it. Usually, I got my apron on, but. Uh, yeah. Um, does this does this hall continue down? Uh, yes, it does to a point. And then, oh, what's that loud um, shot? We've seen that, that oh, kind of like echo down there. But they didn't they didn't really respond when we blew up the door <laughs> either, so <laughs> and, <laughs> and if they're blasting dynamite down here anyways, uh they probably can't hear much. Yes. So uh yeah. we might we might be okay, but I mean be ready. Definitely. And I believe it was just uh Anna remaining um the uh, the two um Enemies are definitely taken down, but you can uh, um, strategize your next move. Harlow's already moving. He's already continuing down the hall. Harlow, Harlow, hold, 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 hold. <laughs> Harlow, all right. I'm following. <laughs> okay, and uh, yeah, as you uh, follow around to the right, you can see uh, there is um, a, a hole that has been blasted and then dug out subsequently uh, that leads into uh, somewhat an antechamber that you surmise would sit just south of where the shop of is. Yes, just south. Um, and you can see that there are uh, some pickaxes and shovels and what you'd expect to find in some kind of excavation. Um, but you can also see that there are uh, bars 
that have been brought in and just stacked up uh, three sets of these uh, iron bars that have been stacked up against the wall. Um, the antechamber is quite large and has subsequent chambers within it. Can we see anyone in there? Or it just seems just like a bunch of tools and... At the moment, yes. At the moment. But there are uh, tunnels within the chambers that they further on. Oh. Okay. Well, yeah. Anybody want to take a guess? Any, many, many. I don't know. Maybe we should listen or do some kind of... I don't know. Can I, can I look for footprints again to see if, you know, most heavily used route this at this point? That's a great idea, yes. Yeah. Um, for that being such a good idea, I'd say difficulty six. Ooh, yeah. Okay. Uh, with investigation, yeah? Yes, please, yeah. Pretty sure I'm not seeing nothing with snake eyes. Oh, oh no! First one. Actually, I was the first one. Oh shit! Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Lost so oh, much. Gosh. That was such I mean, a good idea as well. I really wanted that to work. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, Anna's got the light torch a little farther away from me right now. Apparently, I, I'm, I was a little distracted. Sorry, I, I wasn't gonna put nowhere it needed to go. Sorry. sorry. Is that is that right? Is that right? <laughs> so, I actually got it like uh, right in her face, like just yeah. blinded her. <laughs> 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 and I'm trying to look here. Sorry, sorry about that. Sorry, I got a little enthusiastic. And now as I'm looking down, like I'm, I'm sure I got that, you know, going out in the dark and someone flashes you. So I'm like, my focus right now is a little off. So I'm, I'm it's going to take me a minute, guys, before I can see straight again. Yes. My dark vision is definitely messed up at this point. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so not only do you um, not discover the uh, the track, um, but you sort of stumble a little as well, and uh, and it would prevent anyone else from being able to identify um, a track as the dust is kicked around within the uh, three chamber entrances. What about hearing? Do we hear anything down any of the chambers? <laughs> Um, I can't mess that up with a torch. <laughs> it would be very difficult to do, so I'd say difficulty okay. 10, please. Of investigation? Anybody else have that bright idea that might be better at this than me? <laughs> 11. Woo, I broke 10 and I had a one modifier. <laughs> that's, that's, that's pretty good. Um, so you can actually overhear uh, down the middle chamber just a slight echo of, of down with Braxton and it just very slowly. Ooh. I mean, I get Harley Get away. Harley starts going down. Excellent. I feel like a little redeemed myself for the whole torch incident. <laughs> <laughs> You're that away. Way to go. Way to go. Brilliant. And so, yeah, how do you wish to proceed? Um, I'm definitely moving ahead. Um, probably not as stealthy as I was before. I'm getting very... Um, okay. I don't know if enthusiastic is the right word for it, but... <laughs> I think you're looking yeah. for bloodthirsty. 
Yeah, that's the word. I'm Season definitely red. Red. Okay, so we'll have Harlow leaving stealth, but that absolutely makes sense within context. Yeah, yeah, I like that. And I think the moment I see any, like any, the moment I see anyone, so I'm assuming that voice wasn't Braxton himself, but it was someone talking to Braxton. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna immediately shoot at that person. <laughs> <laughs> moment I see them. Okay. <laughs> um, so as the party approaches down the tunnel that you've identified um, as your objective, you uh, see it comes to a, a small, um, a small cliff almost of rock, and uh, a stream that's running under it. Um, you realise that you're quite far down now, and there's a natural water supply that uh, it's been used um, to, uh, uh, by the uh, collectors, um, perhaps for a strategic uh, purpose, or perhaps to uh, you know, transport and load goods. Um, but what is very clear to you is there are a large number of collectors down here, and the materials that they've been using makes pretty good cover. Um, there are... Oh, oh, shoot. Lost Jen again. Absolutely want to get this. <laughs> Every now and then, give her a, give her a ten count. <laughs> just random. Just there we go. All right, okay. Dive okay. Awesome. And uh, and yes, yeah, so the uh, the clearing that they've made um, over the stream is uh, is quite large. Um, quite, you can perceive it will be quite difficult to. Uh, navigate through all of the cover, um, but the fact that you know categorically that Braxton might take you down here, um, yes, uh, yeah. it may or may not drive you forward. Yeah, it definitely drives me forward. Um, <laughs> so how many people do I count? Can I see, can I, is there an actual number I can see? Or is it like an overwhelming amount? Um, I would have said yes if you've remained in stealth. If you instead if you please do an uh, investigation difficulty Nope, a four. Okay. <laughs> uh, you can see two people at most. Oh. Yeah, that's enough for him. Um <laughs> <laughs> That's all One he needs to see. <laughs> um, he's gonna I don't know if I need to roll again for this, but can I roll for, um, if I can see, so they probably have guns at them. Can I see what sides the guns are on, so if it's on their right or left? That would be a pretty specific, I'd say on your next turn, yes, and that would be a okay. pretty specific investigation, but you can certainly try it, yes. Okay, so for now then, I'm just going to shoot. I'm going to aim for the head to get a headshot again. <laughs> Are we like uh, right behind him watching this? <laughs> How far away? God damn it, her! Uh, so the target you're aiming at, um, I should say, then is uh, just under thirty feet away. Okay. Um, yeah, you can see that uh, this target is not behind cover, and uh, he's pretty much half asleep on sentry duty. Okay. Eleven, please. Eleven. Uh, um, seven plus five is twelve. Oh yes, excellent. <laughs> so 
<laughs> You'd be getting so much XP from that bowling alley. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, and you uh, you make another clear shot straight down the uh, uh, the bank of the screen, and uh, it is past the uh, uh, materials that are stacked up, and uh, finds its mark straight away, and um, with no noise, um, and with no undue attention, can't sleep to the floor. Ooh, um, yeah, he's gonna just keep moving. <laughs> he's honestly just every time he shoots, he just pulls another one out. He's gonna find I imagine we're all kind of starting to fill in behind him and looking over yeah. his shoulder. And is can I investigate or take a look? I'm I'm looking for clumps of people that are not next to dynamite. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> Doing yeah. some area effect here. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, definitely. Uh, yeah, yeah. Doing uh, an investigation. All right. I'd actually be looking. I, I want to see if there's people oh. who ain't wearing. Two sixes. Oh, yes. Oh. Plus two. So it's 12, 14 total. But oh, I rolled wow. double six. Okay. Um, <laughs> you can indeed then. Um, I don't want to cut it short, but I don't want to waste a really good roll. Um, you can see then the bulk of the uh, of the enemy force. Um, they are uh, just under what would be a barricade. It's been set up to be a barricade, uh, but it is just wooden um, fence paneling. And you can see uh, five of them stood around having a good old uh, good old chit chat. Um, yeah. Does anybody around here have silver fox hair? Yeah. Or ain't wearing a duster or a white hat? To the best of your uh, to what you can see, no. Uh, they all wearing the duster and the white hat? Mm-hmm. Alright, I'm throwing a, a cocktail at that wooden barricade um, trying to set it on fire and trying to get them moving. Brilliant, brilliant. I do need to get fire damage back in front of me, but please uh, make the roll uh, difficulty. Uh, you've got the drop on them. Uh, difficulty eight, please. All right, and then is it? Would this be thrown missiles, or is it still uh, explosives? Okay. Um, six plus four. Yeah. Is ten total. Okay. Uh, fantastic then. Um, so I'm going to try and get them out of the way uh, with a difficulty of nine for each of them. I'll just call them out real quick. Yeah, so I'll, I'll pull it out of my my bag and kind of get the match on my side and get the get the the cloth burning and then just huck it over. Excellent, excellent. Um, so the first one in guts. Second one is four. No. Oh, third one is ten. Fourth is eleven, and the last one is seven. So three of them have absolutely been comforted in flames, uh, <laughs> and they are running around screaming. You've taken out three guys, but that has roused all of their attention. <laughs> uh, <laughs> in the commotion, there goes their cover. <laughs> in the commotion, I actually want to try to slip around in this cavern somewhere where I can start like scoping out if there's other people around. If there's other stuff. I'm I'm not. I'm not so great with the pistol, so I'm going to see if I can do some reconnaissance while they're all busy being burned to death. 
Because <laughs> that's a little distracting, is what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, absolutely, it can be. Um, if you can do um, a hiding shadows uh, role, please. Difficulty uh, eight. Nine. Yes, you successfully hide in the shadows and begin to uh, make your way and negotiate through uh, the tunnel, keeping an eye out and looking. Don't see a silverhead man All right. I'm also looking for, you know, stuff that can blow up if we shoot in the wrong direction, <laughs> stuff like that. <laughs> okay, yes. Um, do a quick investigation roll, please. Uh, no specific difficulty, you just let me know the number. Eight. It's okay. Um, you can see that on the left-hand side. Uh, so the uh, the enemy's left-hand side, so your right-hand side, um, is a, uh, a small barrel that you can reasonably assume would be uh, would be explosive. Don't shoot this way. Don't shoot this way. <laughs> so after the. Uh, after Doc threw the the cocktail, would I be able to have pinpointed the one that didn't catch fire and take a shot at? Yes, yeah, it'll be slightly difficult. I'd say difficulty uh, forty eleven, but you can certainly try. I know you've got your modifier with your pistol as well. Okay. Now, does that pistol have any other special abilities with it at all, or? Yes, did I? I'll give you a plus one when using the second chance. Okay. Um. Yeah. Yeah. You, I. I didn't get a note of that. So. Okay. Uh, that, that's my fault then. Yeah. I thought I'd pass that to you. Uh, definitely. Yes. When using the second chance, plus one. Okay. So plus one. Okay. Five, ten. It makes it eleven with all those modifiers. Great <laughs> <Excellent> question. <laughs> <laughs> uh, absolutely, and the bullet points its mark and uh, races towards its targets, and you do take out uh, another one of the collectors. Nice. So is any, is any of them the one that we dealt with in the um, the bar? Do any of them look like that one we fought with? Okay. Anyone no. running around with a limp, basically? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or seem to not want to sit down. Right. <laughs> no, no. Okay. And have all the guys that we've taken out thus far all been wearing the same trench coat and have that white hat, the, the collector's outfit? Yes, I mean, they have different um, styles. They may have the, uh, you know, the paddle that goes across the shoulder, or they may have, um, you know, certain straps, but it's, it's essentially a, a brown roster and a, and a white hat. Are we able to attack again? Uh, yes, I am going to give the one remaining guy uh, some shots back. Okay. <laughs> and that's not. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he leans out from cover, follows wildly, and uh, he misses completely. Rushes okay then. Well. Yeah, I want to aim and try and shoot him in the head. Oh wow! Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, this guy is in cover, so we'll, we'll yeah. say difficulty twelve, please. Oof, okay. Um, fourteen. 
<laughs> I have a plus Hell. five in non ballistics. Hell but... yeah! <laughs> I rolled a nine. Excellent, brilliant, uh, and yes. Yeah. yeah, you just see a, a bone, uh, that's probably made by him. It doesn't look like anything is fine. He probably made it himself, and with like a black crow's feather on the end, just straight through the eye. Awesome. Brilliant, absolutely fantastic. Um, and to the best of your knowledge now, your way is, uh, is clear pretty much um, to the... Uh, Go. Cool. I mean, we keep moving, right? We're yeah, yeah we're in this far. Right? None of these guys were Braxton. All right. All right. I'm assuming you're taking the lead. Yeah. I'm actually because I kind of went oh, yeah, where? kid while they were where? busy fighting. Yeah, yeah. Is it really clear where we can continue? Because if so, I'm gonna stealth my way down. Yes. Yeah. It is now. Yeah. If, if you had been in prolonged combat, then I wouldn't have said so, but guys uh, mucked them up pretty quick. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. I'm going to stealth my way down that way, kind of while they're wrapping up their combat, um, just to try to get try to have the first person come in and look at what was happening instead of just shooting somebody <laughs> in the head. <laughs> I'm just, oh, just bloodthirsty right now. You, you're being in character. It makes total yeah. sense. It's also oh, yeah. real dumb. So I'm just trying to <laughs> trying to help you out. There's a cool character, but yes, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so absolutely. Uh, so you're already in stealth. Uh, if you please do an investigation, 48. Twelve. I rolled a six and a five. Wow. Excellent, excellent, excellent. Um, Either really well or really bad. I, uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, so, if, uh, so yes, uh, you do uh, see a, in just a, a makeshift uh, cabin that's been uh, constructed at the centre of what you realise now are quite extensive um, underground works. Um, you can see just through the doorway, sitting down, is uh, your old friend, the chap from the saloon, earlier who so kindly spat in your glass mm -hmm. <laughs> and who, uh, who gave my beer some extra flavor yeah <laughs> that guy yeah that guy that guy um and he's sat um opposite a uh, a gentleman in a, a long dusty coat uh he's not wearing the hat he um he looks quite uh surly he's uh, about late 40s um and they seem to be in deep conversation. They're definitely having words. Can I hear what they're saying? Cool. Uh, Eleven investigation. Should have had that last roll this time. <laughs> yeah. It's a ten. Oh. This close. You can you can hear that they're not happy. I'll I'll sneak back to the folks and be like, we got the big ones. Head honcho, I think, guy uh, in there, hemorrhoid dude. And uh, we got like some other fella who might just be Braxton because I don't know. What's Braxton look like? Oh, I'll go and see. I want to. I'm going to actually sneak this time. I'm not going to. I bet it's. I was, I was trying to help you. Oh, all right, bye then. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually going to sneak this time because I want. I want this to go. I've got plans for Braxton. 
Okay. Fuck it. So should I roll for sneak for hiding oh, shadows? Yeah, um yeah, difficulty eight. Uh eleven. Yes, yeah, you uh you sneak. Somehow managed to um control the uh <laughs> the anticipated adrenaline yeah. rush. So <laughs> you definitely managed to creep up to the uh, cabin. I'm I'm gonna I'm not gonna go in guns blazing as I did last time. I'm gonna actually wait for everyone to join me, but while I'm there I wanna <laughs> I wanna see um what weapons ev um they have, the two people they have. Okay. Uh so you can get a clear look into the cabin and you can see that the guy you recognise from the saloon um, he has his uh, standard uh, repeater rifle that the, you've come to expect from the collectors. Um, and the guy who sat down has a, um, a 357 uh, revolver on his hip, but next to that he has uh, a very finely engraved uh, leather scabbard for what deduced to be a machete um, next to his revolver. And uh, do I recognize this man? You absolutely do, yes. I'm going to... Uh, first I'm going to finish off the guy from the, the saloon. I'm going to go for a headshot. <laughs> Again. Really? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, you're in stealth, so difficulty 10. Um... Fourteen. Yes. Excellent. Um, before guy from the saloon who never got a chance to get a name. Poor <laughs> <laughs> guy. Hemorrhoid. His name is Hemorrhoid. It's Roy for short. He's wearing a red shirt. <laughs> wearing a red shirt. I was just gonna say. Oh, good. <laughs> yeah. Um, Call of Duty. Um, he uh, <laughs> catches the arrow onto the uh, ear, and it actually ends up protruding through uh, jaw and out through the top of the skull. As mm. he sentence to Braxton, he looks at him in eye contact as he slumps to the side of the table. And Braxton just looks around, and his machete is already in his hand. It's that highly strong, highly tuned. Um, What's happened? That was done with some of his men. And so we'll, uh, we'll look to some actions for uh, for the yeah. doctor and for Fake Campana. Yeah, I'll make my way up next to Harlow, I, probably as he's drawn his second arrow and just kind of <laughs> surveying <laughs> the situation. Um, and uh, is that that's him? Yeah, that's as that's I'm. Him. As I'm pulling out my, I got a, I got a 357 Magnum. Yeah. I'll stow the Bowie knife and pull that out and and just be ready. I I, I have my pistol. I want to. I have my pistol. Yes, I have my pistol out and uh, I'm like, uh, I think I think this I think this man owes you a great deal of pain uh, and I I just kind of want to help him out so I'm gonna shoot his foot. Okay, excellent. <laughs> excellent. Um, focus shot up close. Um, um, say difficulty nine, please. Not to kill, but difficulty nine. Thirteen. 
Wow. <laughs> Rolled a six <laughs> out of five. <laughs> so he's a fairly, um, he, he doesn't really respond to the pain, but he can't help but, uh, uh, but, but start dancing a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> and he's not going to be a combat effective now. I, I think I'd make my way up too and, I mean, surveying the situation as well and kind of knowing this drive uh, Harlow's had, I think I would try to take an aim shot to to wing him if I could see what side that machete's on and just try to like take out that, that hand or something. I definitely don't want to kill the guy, but make him combat okay. ineffective for sure. Okay, yeah. Uh, so, uh, so we hold Shetty in the left hand. Okay. Take a shot at his left hand then. Excellent. Difficulty nine. Come on, baby. That is a dirty nine plus five plus one. That's good. Okay. And uh, <laughs> as he can, just as he's raising the machete to, uh, to strike or to lash out or do something, and you literally shoot through his hands. Out. <laughs> and it pushes the machete forcibly. Yeah. Harlow, I, he's he's all yours, friend. Thank you. Um, I'm gonna take one more shot, not to kill him. Um, I want to hit his other hand. I mean, I, I'm assuming he gets. Does he get um a shot first? Uh, yes. Yeah. Got it. Which I was. <laughs> <laughs> I was hoping to do that because I'm going to lash out with a machete, but uh, <laughs> um, he's going to go for, um, he's going to try and tackle Harlow, just make headway, um, and give it a difficulty, what's he 10 because of the state he's in, <laughs> yeah, and that's a uh, 4. Kind <laughs> <laughs> of ends up just resting on him like um, like a boxer who's just completely gassed. In that case, since since he's up close, I want to just pull out a knife and um, stab him through the other hand. Just yeah, I don't want to kill him just yet. Okay. I just want to grab his other hand and just stab it through the palm of his hand. Okay, uh, yeah, uh, difficulty six for proximity and everything. <laughs> um, ten. Excellent, and the knife impales his hands. He's pretty much holding his hand in place with the knife. Yeah, so like, I kind of twist the knife a bit and try and move him around so he can look at me. Wow, and okay, yeah. ask him... Do you recognize me? He, uh, he looks at you. Drifting in and out of consciousness now due to blood loss and uh, some shock. He goes, uh, Dan says, I do. I do something to you, boy. Yes, yeah. You, you did. Blood you and your boys. My, I had a wife and a daughter. Um, my wife, uh, her name was Katie. Uh, my daughter Lily. Um, it was it was five years ago. 
they got they got ill. You know, the flu was going around, was taking a lot of people. And I went to the town a week away to get some medicine. And on my way back, you and your men attacked me. Uh, I'm surprised you don't remember. Because I hunted down every single one of your men and killed them. So that was you? Yeah. And I'm going to kill you. Because of you, I lost my family. Whatever it's worth to you, kid. I admire what you've done. I respect that. What I say to you, let it die with me. Because we're all a long fucking time dead. Oh, I'm going to pull out the knife from his hand. Mm-hmm. And um, just to the side of the head. Hold, hold up, harder, harder. Just, just a sec. Like... <laughs> I don't, I don't want to take yeah. away. I don't want to take away from your revenge or anything like that. But could we just ask him real quick? Do you know where someone named Fortescue might be? Because I would really like to get paid. <laughs> I don't know. Do you? Would that? Okay. Can Does I do it, like a roll for a block or something to stop him quick while she says that? <laughs> yes, you can absolutely. Um, just a difficulty difficulty seven. Okay. Any modifiers added to this? Hand to hand or uh, something? Unarmed. Yeah. Okay. Uh, ooh, nice. Four and a three plus a two, so seven, eight, nine. Absolutely. And thank you for remembering that it's hand to hand and not unarmed. My apologies. And uh, yes, you might intercept the strike. I love, yes, I love you dearly, Harlot. You're going to get your kill, but could we get paid? One Harry. second, Harlot. One second. <laughs> And uh, he, he turns with what's the le- le- <laughs> what life is left in him now. <laughs> and he says, uh, uh, for the skew, that, that best of the grant. Yeah. Oh, God damn it. Consciousness. Well, if you don't know nothing, Doc, you want to wake him up so Harley. Enjoy his uh, his sweet. <laughs> I would I would appreciate that, Doctor. Uh, uh, you you want him to see what you're going to do to him? Yeah. Well, also, we could maybe get him to finish his sentence. <laughs> All right. Uh, I'll yeah. I'll stow my gun and I'll get out my uh, that sm- same smell and salt that woke Harlan up earlier or Harlow up. Sorry, uh, earlier and uh, yeah, I'll kind of put it under his nose and try to smack his cheek, get him awake. Uh, and if he's starting to wake up, I'll kind of uh, pick up under his arms and kind of lift him up so it's more uh, yeah. head height with Harlow. Yeah, so you bring him back around. Nice touch, yeah. Yeah, well, Harlow, make it quick. <laughs> well, but, uh, you were saying, Legrand, what did Legrand do to Fortescue? There's money involved here. Still not with him. Ah, oh, fuck it, just kill him. Yeah, I'm going to. Uh, I don't want, I won't go too gruesome. I'll just to the side of the head. Yes. Just I'll push in slowly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It looks right in your eyes. It doesn't, can't say anything at this point, but uh, he knows. He knows. <laughs> yeah. And then he slumps forward onto you. And that's a. Uh... 
that's a man who's had it coming, uh, judging by the look on his face. Yeah. Apparently, I just, I just sit down on the floor. Uh, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll let the body kind of slump down to the ground and set him down. Um, is, is there anything that we could collect off these guys that would work as, as proof of? Uh, yes, I would say um, uh, the trophies, uh, teeth, um, scalps, anything really. Um, <laughs> Uh, Vic, that's all you. Uh, uh, I'm going to look around the room and see if uh, any details sure. that I could find while. All right. Well, Maybe there's doing? like a letter or a map that says <laughs> Fortescue is here. That's what I'm hoping. <laughs> yeah, I'll go, I'll go through then and collect whatever evidence that I think... Uh, would satisfy Lagrande, and uh... it takes some time, but uh, salvageable, uh, confirmed kills. Um, pretty gruesome little bag <laughs> of, <laughs> of uh, teeth. Um, the one hand that had been <laughs> had been victim of a you know a Molotov cocktail. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Um, yeah. And uh, you gather enough to prove that you've taken down uh, seven. I'm going to sit down with Harler for just a sec and try mm -hmm. to see if I can look him in the eye. Just yeah, real quick. He's not, he's not looking. At, he's looking down at just at the ground. Probably, like, definitely, his eyes are definitely like uh -uh. puffy, like he's going to cry, but he's trying uh -huh. really hard not to. It don't feel so great like you thought it would. Like maybe this wasn't the only thing that you should be living for. I really don't know what to do after this. You, you come along with me, all right? I'll, I'll show you. You got to find something else, and I'm going to help you find it. That a deal? Yeah. Second chance in life, per se. Yeah. Oh, I'll join you. I just pat him on the shoulder, and give him his privacy. And yeah, once he leaves, he absolutely starts crying. Sounds like Carlos had a had a time of it looking for this this man there, and uh, I can't. No, I, I I can understand to a point, but. You've known him longer than I have. I can't even imagine what he went through. He went through hell, but... I mean, lots of us have gone through hell. And he... He let it eat him up inside, so... Now he's got to find something else to put on his insides, if that makes any sense. It does. Trent, you, uh... You find anything that might help us out? Do I find anything? You can do uh, an investigation for sure. Oh. I, I don't think I'm going to get it. I rolled a one and a two and uh, <laughs> plus two, so that's a total of five. <laughs> no, no. And I will uh, say that um, you can see uh, 
uh, there is a, uh, a small manhole cover um, that is blocking just a, a just a crawl space out that would uh, All right. lead you out to the uh, south side of the town of Roxton. Yeah, no, nothing, nothing great except maybe this path might lead somewhere. But uh, Har Harlow, uh, I know it's already been said that it probably don't feel too great or how you thought it would, but uh, this might help. And I'll take out a little uh, flask of whiskey I got in my bag and kind of put it up against his chest. I'm not saying this is a remedy for life, but it might help you right now. Yeah, I take uh, just take a swig of it. You keep and it if uh, you need another sip. You go ahead and take one. Thank you. Uh, well, I, that's the exit. I think I gonna head somewhere. Does it go up? You said. Uh, yes, it goes diagonally upwards. You can tell. Right. I say at this point. We get out of here, we get our money, and then we get out of town right quick. That uh, might not be a bad idea because I'm not sure where. You know, some people just don't want to be found. Some people and, don't want to be found. And maybe that's Fortescue. <laughs> uh, you know. Also, maybe that's us at this point. <laughs> <laughs> we might need to I do mean, that. If we go out the back back door here, so where is this end? There ain't no one need to know that we were, we were down here. I'm not heading back up the way we came. Right. Uh, yeah, so did you say it was like kind of barricaded? And, uh, if so, I'll start. There were barricades around it, but uh, no. Okay, gotcha. Right, I'll cover. Right. Cover yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll lead at this point and make my way up. I'll, I'll follow him. I follow it. I'm right back. Excellent. So as you uh, start to see um, daylight, as you go further and further up through the tunnel, and your eyes begin to adjust to the light once more, um, you can see that um, it's very, very early evening, and on the surface of it, Roxton looks just as it always did. Um, you know what? Uh, what was taking place uh, down in that subterranean cavern you the type of people that were down there and you've cleared them out well and truly um, and you've come out a bit unscathed and hopefully uh, <laughs> affected in some way for the better and you make your way to the central town to plug uh, to, uh, your next move which I think I know what it will be but it's completely up to you guys. Oh, Vic, we can turn in those skins, but for sure. Either that, or we go have another talk with uh, Harper. But I'm, I'm not sure. Well, we we're about to get enough money that I don't think we need to really care all that much. All Doc, right. how much are you married to staying in this town? Uh, I am an older man that I am uh, past my due, so. If these skins get me a little change in my pocket, I am ready to move my practice and let them fight out for Roxton. You want to ride out with us? I can... Well, judging 
by some of the decisions that you have made, you might need my services. So, I mean, you know, that might that you're yes. yeah 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 yes, we, do. we do we do we do that's yes that's I accurate. can. I mean, y'all definitely have proven to be resourceful and and uh, trustworthy folk. I mean, I'm sure there's more cases that may come across my desk if you're ever looking to swing on by or help me out. I mean, I'm I happy. If I, if I don't recall right, that was uh, three grand per uh, per head proof of the collector's game going down. Um, so, you know, 21K with the four of us, if we can find out where... Uh, uh, Forta Cruz went and cleared Legrande's name. That was 75K to each of us. So perhaps maybe we head out of town a little bit, like, kind of calm down and possibly come back. Sounds like a plan. Sounds good to me. Excellent. So, uh, as you will arrive at the gym, the turning in the Evidence to uh, the ground. Yep. Yeah. Uh, so as you all arrive at the uh, the ground villa, um, you're greeted uh, like an old friend by uh, Don Diego Diego the Grand on the steps of his villa himself. Um, he has trays of drinks uh, prepared for you, and you're just all sat on the veranda, um, quietly enjoying uh, the evening uh, sun, and uh, he takes in all of the, uh, the evidence that he provides said $21,000 <laughs> and uh, he asks so uh, to the matter of clearing my name I'm afraid you won't be able to do it why is that? well there is no need for this as has been proven through my thoughts my words and my actions I am an innocent man and I have no further need for that service. But thank you for dealing with the collector part of the problem for me. You have saved me a lot of lives and uh, a lot more dollars. And I appreciate it. Well, that's all in the day's work, I think. Yeah. Thank you. I got my promissory note as well. So is wait, Porta Cruz uh, has he come back? He is still uh, he is still overseas, but I got my document, so all is well that ends well. <laughs> that was a real quick mail service from overseas. I'm I'm super impressed <laughs> that you got that. Well, I, who am I to judge? Really, we got him, money. Mean, that's all I can ask for. Uh, again, thank you, and I'll, I'll I'll finish whatever drink is there and back away. One wealthy man takes out another wealthy man. I, I don't, that's all right with me. I'm good. I'll take my pay. Big world. <laughs> I'll, I'll tip my hat a little bit and head out as well with the rest of them. 
Yeah, I fall asleep. Until we meet again. Or not. <laughs> or not. <laughs> or not. <laughs> and with the last word. Started with the first word, ends with the last word. Uh, so, yes, so, uh, as your party, uh, gathers up your horses and counts your cash and reflects on the things that have taken place, you wonder what perhaps did indeed happen to Lord Fortescue. True fate that befell him, um, <laughs> and how that came to pass. But you do know that you've rid the town of Roxton of an even bigger threat than either of the families were, uh, were battling for, uh, for control of those territories um, ever did. And in doing so, you prevented a lot more bloodshed. And you've walked away with okay, maybe not a life changing sum, but uh, enough to have. Uh, Made it all worthwhile. Uh, beautiful. I think Harlow getting Yay! his revenge was was, was awesome. payment enough. Heck yeah. Yeah. That was awesome. Yeah. I didn't know yeah. how far I could go with it, so I just I just <laughs> <laughs> you ran with it. It was awesome. Yeah, yep, I loved yeah. it. Yeah. Uh, I think at the beginning you said um, that you sometimes struggle to portray the intensity and you. Back yeah, up you, I think at that moment you absolutely nailed it. Yeah, nope. Yeah, you got it, man. Hell yeah, that was good. Yeah. <sighs> Thank that you. That was awesome. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so got everyone, that was Yay! that's the guns of Santa Torina. Uh, PG, I just want to say thank you for uh, bringing this to us and and DMing this game and and taking us on the ride. I had a blast. It it, it felt fun with everybody, so I think everybody else oh, had yeah. a good time. Yeah, it was um, great. Seriously, thank you. It was awesome. Yeah, uh, PG, you want to give a give a plug for Guns of Santorina, where they can find you? Uh, yes, yes. So, um, very fortunately, um, Guns of Santorina can be found on drivethroughrpg.com, um, and you can locate that, um, yeah, just by going straight to the site. Yep. Um, or you can um, talk to me about it some more. You can message me through the drive-through. Uh, you can place comments or discussion there, or you can um, message me on uh, Twitter as well. I'm open to any and all uh, discussions, queries, uh, questions, feelings, anything at all. Please, uh, please just let me know. And it's uh, at Frontier Gaming Four on Twitter. Awesome. Right. And we've we posted that link to Drive Through RPG there in the chat. So if you were there, go check it out, please. Um, Give the give this a whirl, Sue. I will say, character creation was fun and and streamlined game. Yeah. I mean, we were able to just jump right smooth. in. So, uh, was, totally yeah, appreciate that. Yeah. Um, yeah. Let, let, let's. We're gonna. T I'll do my fe featherfall housekeeping, and then we are going to raid. But first of all, we are featherfall tabletop. Uh, again, thank you, PG and Guns of Santa Santa Torina for um, giving us this opportunity. This was a community one shot. If you want to be in something like this. Join our Discord down below. We have games opening and filling all the time. Uh, we are looking for players and DMs. Uh, just let us know which role you wanna you wanna play, and and we'll we'll get something set up just like this. Uh, tomorrow night we have the gods we know. Jen will be there again, back to back nights. Uh, well done. We have Dead and Thay coming on Wednesday. We have Curse of Strahd on Sunday. Uh, we got games all over the place. I'm super excited. Uh, 
check out our YouTube podcast if you want to get these on a in you know edited version that kind of cuts out some of the technical difficulties and you, or maybe you had to go to bed but you can come back and, and get those on the on the uh, the edits so uh, with that I think I'm ready to say Bob take us away with our raid we are raiding uh, who did he say I forgot uh, behold roleplay that's where we're going we'll go show them some featherfall love again thank you everybody for being here tonight and we are leaving now <laughs>